All right, it is on. We're doing this. Starts off plus. Holy shit! Uh, hey, it's episode 200 of Comic Timing. We're in person. That happened. <laughs> we are in person. We're in sunny Auburndale, Florida. Yes, it is. Ian's girlfriend's mom is retired down here. <laughs> yep, retired and living in a, in a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, not apartment, house. That's uh, only one level because up until a little while ago, that's all you could build here in Florida. I just informed that of Ian earlier when we were having beers at lunch. Yep. So it's about an hour south of Florida in the Lakeland direction, if you're familiar with the area. Yep. So come on and stop by. No, don't stop by. Please don't stop by. I've, I've not invited any. Martha's mom would love that. <laughs> and by that, I mean Grandpa Gotham or Grandpa Kent. <laughs> Grandma Kent. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, I apparently only record in person uh, when in a park at this point, uh, as the last time I recorded in person was with Brandon in a park after we uh, watch Justice League. So, Well, if you guys actually get together for PAX Unplugged, yeah. You have a hotel room. There's no excuse That's not true. to break the trend. That is true. That is true. We'll see what we can do about that. We might we might be too busy watching live D D recordings, but we'll uh, we'll figure out something one way or the other. If not, we'll do a a part two of this in in Skype land with the, I, I with think everybody. Recording your own thing is better than watching a live anything. Is it though? Is it really? It is. All right. It fine. Is. Fine. Pl- I never got the. The Twitch channel streaming and all this other crap, or like, but, but this you're is, not playing. I hated as a kid yeah. watching other people play games, waiting for my turn. Yeah. So I do not watch any of this Twitch crap. Well, but I, this, I, is, this is like going to a live show, though. Like, I mean, like you know, if you're already invested in the uh, in the in the podcast, which I am for Acquisitions Incorporated. Okay. Like this yeah. is them just going through th- something live, and you get to interact yourself. So it's, it's 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 not that bad. Something different. Yeah, something different. Something a little a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so, how you been, man? Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm still recovering. My stomach is probably at least a little bit bigger after all the uh, excessive amounts of turkey and stuffing and what have you that we I ate. We had uh, one day of of leftovers on Friday, both yeah. meals, and I think I think we're done. I think Amanda's, like, going to give up on the turkey in the yeah. fridge and just be like, just toss it when you get home. Oh, my God. We have this, like, turkey, like, sludge soup of, like, everything that was, like, inside the turkey with, like, all the vegetables that we're putting inside of it right now that, like, we're either going to wind up going uh, soup or dump at this point. We haven't quite decided what. It's going to have to be one way or the other. But we'll, 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 fi- we'll figure it out one way or the other. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it was it was nice to, to experience Thanksgiving and not freeze your ass off. That, yes. was, that was a nice change of pace. Yes, it's pretty warm down here for Florida. It's going to cool off, I think, tomorrow. Yep. Saying. Yeah, which is which is which will be a good day for me to be at uh, Disney World the entire time at Hollywood Studios. Hopefully everybody will be hiding inside. You can drink some blue milk or oh, the green milk. I, 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 clearly. Both Cl- milks. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's what's for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wait, no, that's 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 not the catchphrase. Uh, uh, milk, it's good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you. F- no, that's not it either. Uh, all right, I give up. I give up. Something about bones. Something of something about making your bones stronger. I don't stronger. think there's actually milk in it. I think it's for those lactose intolerant people. I think oh, your SOL there. It's so like a it's, butter beer doesn't have alcohol. That's right. It's a milk-like substance. Yeah. Simulation. Oh. My, my favorite butter beers are still the ones you get at like bars that actually put in like a little bit of rum just to just to balance out the flavor and what have you. But uh, butter beer is tasty. I haven't had that. Butter beer is tasty. So That's sugary. Sure. So sugary. So two hundred episodes, man. Two hundred episodes. It only took us two hundred years. It only took us two hundred <laughs> years. So speaking of that, yeah. I have compiled some facts. Uh oh. And I did not come up with a catchy name. In fact, just the. Um, the thing in my notes app is called CT Stats, okay. so we'll just go with that. CT Stats or Timing Facts, maybe? You can do, like, 
fax timing or timely flash facts. facts, timely facts. See the timely Marvel. Huh? Timely facts. Uh, there we go. Right. Yeah, yeah. Man, Marvel used Comic to be timely. Timely facts. Oh boy. Um, so I just compiled these by going into WordPress uh-huh. and searching through the database there. So I have not listened <laughs> to all 200 episodes since the last recording or leading up to this. This was literally me, like, three nights ago, like, oh, I should do this when we get together with Ian. You mean you didn't have time to listen to 200 episodes I or did something? Not. I barely have time to watch the last season of Punisher, the yeah. last season of Jessica Jones. Oh, my God. Uh, any of Watchmen, yeah. any of his dark materials. Did you start The Mandalorian? I am caught up with The Mandalorian. Right. I'm, I'm, too bu- the I'm too behind. only thing. Yeah, I'm too behind right now. I've watched the first two. Um, the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, also worthwhile. Documentary really? series huh. about how they made the parks and being a Florida oh, local. Cool. Nice. You have a little bit more insight since you've been there a whole shitload yeah, of times yeah, yeah. than maybe someone who's never been to everything. I've, I, 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 I'm, I've subscribed to a whole bunch of YouTube channels that like go into like you know like uh, former attractions and what have you. So that'd be right up my alley. This this isn't quite as in depth as some of those, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's you know each episode's an hour and it's covering maybe fifteen years okay. in the park's lifespan and kind of thing. Defunct of land. Imagineering. Defunct land. If you haven't listened to it, that's that's okay. that's a good one on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so here's some facts. Uh-oh. There are 331 posts in WordPress. Okay. 78 of which were posted by Brent. Okay. So that just puts you in perspective. Ever yeah. since you gave Brent access. <laughs> some of them were just blog posts. I remember we were doing yes. just, just straight up blog 293 posts. 293 of those are published podcasts. Okay. That's all inclusive of all the brands there. Okay. Comic timing, B- anything else we syndicated. BK's Bullets. BK's Bullets, yep. all that stuff. There have been 28 BK's Bullets episodes. The okay. first one is in July of 2007. Okay. 17 of those 28 are BK's Bullets with Jim, focusing on games. Yeah. First one of those in October 2012. We never, did we ever do a BK's Bullets together? I, I know we, we thought... We did not. We, I, I, know we, I know we've talked about it. If it's you and me, it's comic time. Well, yeah, I know, but like we've talked about that. Like Maybe do like a, a gaming episode. Oh, yeah, we, we did talk about that, but I yeah. think we're, it was going to be a comic timing about comic book video games and Got bring Jim in. Okay. Yeah, we, we can still do that. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Make it happen. Six are comic book laundry okay. featuring Chad Burdett, Bill English, Yanni, and Harold Jennett. Wow. Harold, Harold, Harold Jennett? Harold, Harold Jennett? Fourteen of those are CT Extra Points. Yep. The first one in March 2013. Mm-hmm. Seven of those are Geek Speak Reports, first one in December 2006, <laughs> of which I saw the last one was... Um, or maybe the first one. Thoughts on the Wii. Oh, my God. Truthiness, the word of the year for 2006. Dear Lord. There were 15 re- episodes marked Review Corners. Okay. First one in August 2008, uh-huh. episode 71 of Comic Timing. Yeah, brought to you by what? Heroes Corner? Yes. Oh, the, that, uh... That's how that got started. Yep. Um, six episodes of the Rogues Gallery. Oh, wow. Really, there's five, because there is no episode one on the server. That I looked. Is, that's weird. I searched Rogues Gallery, episode one, or episode one. Oh. Did not get you it. You know what? I think the original Rogues Gallery episode was... Was it for Cryptographic? It, it, no, it wasn't for Cryptographic. Uh, it was part of another episode. Um, it, uh, we had him on in the Matt Summer era. We had Damian uh, Smith on as a guest, and we finished that episode, and then we wound up doing the Rogues Gallery as like a okay. segment afterwards. So I'll have, to, I'll have to look at that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the villains featured on those five are Doctor Doom, yeah. The Shade, yep. Bullseye, yep. Sinestro, Ooh. which is now like a mainstream villain. He wasn't then, That's really. true, yeah. Maybe he was. Yeah, cool. And the random Ian Nottingham of Witchblade. 
Yeah, that was that was a weird one. <laughs> it's like it's like we really needed to do an independent that yes. we couldn't think of anybody. Um, this is so weird. I'm, I'm looking at my phone. I want to look at you, but I don't want to look at you because I never look at you. That's because you're always on I, the phone. I know, I know, because we don't even do video as like backup or anything like that. Uh, there is one episode of the quarter bin on our server. That's number five. The only episode of the quarter bin that exists on the internet, by the way. Because, so what the fuck are one through four? Uh, dead. <laughs> no, Brandon. Brandon lost those a while ago. So like, I think that may actually be the only one that's still. I, I don't ran. know why he called it number five then. I, because there was one through four once well, upon a time. Well, if they don't get published, they're not numbered anything. That's they my were opinion. published and now they're not. There's more shit to give Brandon shit about when you see him next week. Yes, clearly. Um, okay, going into tags. Batman is our most tagged character. Unsurprising. With 27 tags. Unsurprising considering Superman, you. Superman, yeah. a long second at 14 tags. Thanks, Raph. There are 73 times Ian asks you to dig us at dig.com in the show notes. <laughs> that's with two Gs. Oh, my God. Dig.com. And, and how, about, how about you like us on Podcast Alley while you're at it? Like, uh... <laughs> I, I, I this was just I was just looking at tags and oh, I came I across dig and I, I was know. like how many times is this uh, oh, yeah. thing? Oh my god! Um, Thanks, I Kevin have Rose. Uh, the co-host, non-co-host, co-host WordPress got accessed in 2007, so okay. that's when I got access okay. to the website. And yeah, hosting. I can see my cheeks, which is unusual. I think I'm flush from those beers. <laughs> um, there are. I went on the website and counted. There are 33 links on the left-hand column. Okay. Uh, I guarantee you... other places and other podcasts. I guarantee you some of those podcasts. 25 of which still work. I was going to say, yeah. I yeah. checked I have to go. I have to, I have to go in and, and, and get rid of a few of those. Yeah. Okay. 11 o'clock comics definitely still exist. That much I know. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, uh, unrelated, I was in my DCBS thing and looking at my orders, and mm-hmm. I have spent... Uh, $3,697.97 on DCBS oh Comixology. God. Wow. Oh my God. Since I, But I did go all digital in 2011. Well, because it's funny because they, they're closing that portal finally. That has closed yeah. in August of 2019. Wow. So of those $3,600 uh-huh. since October 11, yeah. 2011 when the program started, I yeah. went all the way back to see like what the first comic I bought on the DCBS version of the Comixology site was. Yeah. Um, I accrued $185.42 of credit, mm-hmm. which I used all of it. Wow. And I used that credit to buy yeah. the first thing I bought was actually a couple years ago. Uh, I don't know what I was waiting on. <laughs> Maybe I forgot about it. Watchmen, Watchmen. You bought I Watchmen. bought the... Uh, no, I bought physical items with okay. this shit. Okay. I bought the DC Batman Andy Kubert statue from the Dark Knight 3 oh, nice. Master Race. Okay. The mini statue. Yeah. Uh, I bought the Mark Silvestri Batman black and white statue, which okay. got, what, what was it, last month? Mm-hmm. I bought the Batman black and white Joe Mad statue, which supposedly came out last week. Should be shipping soon to me. Wow. Joe Joe Mad. Okay. All Joe right. Mad. It's a pretty cool statue. All right. Uh, all this shit will be on the YouTube channel, BK's Bullets, mm-hmm. on YouTube. And... Uh, I bought the Asriel Asbats Nightfall cowl, which I think comes out in February. Okay. Some money went to that. Uh, a cowl for you to wear, or is it a No, is it's it a mini cowl. They're oh, like, okay. you know, bigger than your fist a Got little it. bit. Okay. The first DCBS order Brent ever placed yeah. was in October 2007. That was probably right after Heroes Corner died. 
or thereabouts. Yeah. So I have I have more. Yeah. So this uh, let's go into the timeline and then we'll go into first appearances and and, <laughs> and tags of all our contributors. Okay. So the timeline, comic yeah. timing, episode zero, Ian and Toby, April 30th, 2006. Toby Cook's still out there, by the way. He follows me on Instagram. Still alive. Yeah. Toby Cook. Yep. Episode one was published May 1st, 2006. So yep. like the next day? Uh, yeah, we had episode zero in a can. And and then we recorded episode one, okay. and I I think it, I had originally had a different website, and that's why like some of the dates might be a, ty- a little bit weird. Okay. Yeah. And then so now we're going by uh, comic book numbering uh, anthology rules in terms of no- notable numbers. Yep. Uh, so episode ten, July of two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. Episode twenty five, November two thousand and six. Okay. Pretty good clip. Yeah. Episode 50, November of 2007. Okay. So I remember in college when I first joined, we were doing like weekly episode oh, recordings yeah. on Thursday nights. Yep. 9 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, I was, I was talking about that with uh, with uh, with somebody the other day. It's like, oh, yeah, no, back in college, it was a lot easier to be regular. Yes, I, I remember be, doing episode 50 in Amanda's, one of old Amanda's apartments, being upstairs while her and her friends were downstairs, and I like had my laptop and my headset mm-hmm. sitting on her grandma's old chair. Yep. Recording episode 50. Uh, episode 63. Now, it's not a comic book anniversary, but it is the two-year anniversary of comic timing, okay. May 2008. All right. That's only notable because I actually searched anniversary, and that was the only one that was marked. That might have been the one that we actually did, like, a clip show for. Because um, I remember there was one where, like, I, I did, like, I inserted, like, we were, like, what were our favorite moments, and I inserted clips in. So that may be why that's specifically okay. noted. Uh, episode 75, November 2008. So a little Brent less regular. missed this one. Yeah, you did. That's all I have to note uh, is that I was that? not on that episode. What? Uh, who, I don't remember what it was. Who, you got to go back who, and look. Who was on it? I got I to look this shit up. That's, um, yeah. It's like while we're it's here. It's 75. It's not important. Yeah. By the way, we are outside. That's why you might be hearing trains. Oh, there's a train coming. Yeah, there was a train coming right now. Um, do we want to talk about the train for five minutes? Uh, well, I think I think that the train... How long uh, is this train? It could be an Amtrak. I think it is a train. It an looks Amtrak? like an Amtrak. Yeah. Well, you know what? While, while we while we talk about the train, well, I'll, I'll like go ahead and... There's only like eight cars, uh, so we'll, we'll vamp for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We'll definitely vamp. While, while, while we're vamping, I'll look up who was on episode Cause, 75. Because this is on Brent's recorder, and you know he doesn't edit shit out. Oh, I sure as hell know. <laughs> That's why I'm already looking for it. That is a loud train. We are right next to the train tracks. Alright, let's see. Halfway through the train. If you're looking for the train podcast, you're in the right spot. Oh, wow. Okay, I'll wait for this to pass, but... Episode 75 was one of my favorites, actually. Not just because you weren't on it. Um... (laughs) All right, I'll wait, I'll wait for it to entirely uh, Three more pass. cars. Yep. Almost there. Crosses. Almost there. It is, in, it is indeed an Amtrak. Here comes the caboose. Yep, there we go. Of which there are no cabooses on Amtrak. It's just another car. Yep. So that was actually a comics podcast theme event, Politics and Comics. Uh, November 3rd, 2008. I remember we were set to record and something came up that day. Like you, you, uh, you, had, you had, had to drop out. or something. I yeah, something know. like that. A hot date with the same person you've been dating yes. since high school. Yes. Uh, Chad Burdett, John Carroll, and Juan and Raff of Geeks Unite filling Geeks for the Unite. missing Brent Casina. Uh, and as we talk about uh, Ob- Obama and McCain one shots, DC decisions, and plenty more, uh, just to date you of exactly when that took place wow. in 2008. So yeah, that's that was episode seventy five. So, episode one hundred, mm-hmm. January two thousand and ten, partially from Seattle, partially yes. from Seattle. I remember that episode one twenty five, 
September 2011. So we've been taking a while. Yes, that, here's the slowdown. Oh boy, here, here we go, here we go. Slowdown. Oh shit. Because um, Brent got married in 2010, so yep. we, that may have something to do with it. Oh, by the way, I, I will add episode 125 was uh, September 2011, like you mentioned. Uh, episode 127 was the new DCU. Yes. So that dates us of exactly when that was taking place. Yes, exactly. We went ahead and reviewed Justice League number one and Flashpoint number five. Uh, episode 150, January 2014. Oh, lordy. So three years to get another 25 episodes. That's, that's about right. Yeah, yeah. Um, not just, not, not just, not just... Uh, we did get a little better because episode 175 is December of 2015. Okay. Okay. So two years. All right. For twenty-five episodes, that's a little more than one a month. That's not, pretty good. Not bad. Ooh, actually, and one fifty was a CGS presents. That was uh, okay. that was us and the uh, and the uh, the Comic Geek Speed Boys. Uh, right. That was the one with that with Jamie on it, if I remember correctly. Um, that might have been the only one. I did not take notes on who was on what episode. Yep. I'm sorry. You can go back, dear listener, and look at listen to all of these. Those were our uh, team books. Our our favorite team books. Oh uh, yes. That episode. Yep. Okay, and then. Episode 199, yep. October 2019. Yep. So you have four years for 24 episodes. That's bad. Yeah, that is bad. Um, oh, you have been really busy. I, I have, have been, been really busy. We have both been very, very busy. Uh, and uh, I, I mostly put that on my fault for not actually coordinating shit as well as I should. It's okay. Yeah. We, we will call this phase the 175 <laughs> to 199, 200 era. Brent calls this affectionately the puppy love phase <laughs> of comic timing. <laughs> This is when Ian and Martha, uh-huh. you know, Bruce's mom, fell into puppy love, uh-huh. and we kind of lost Ian there for a bit. Why, why, why did, we why, had to pull him back and remind him that we were still alive. Why, why did you say that name? Why, why, did you, why did you say that name? That Martha, why did you say that name? I can't... That's what? Batman's mom's name. Well, why did you and say Superman's that name? Superman's mom's name. Oh, right. Yeah, you haven't heard this yeah. joke before? Release the Snyder Cut. Yes, exactly. No, please don't. Please don't release the So Snyder here Cut. we are. Dis- uh, yes, December... No? December, December 1st. 1st. December 1st. 2019 with yep. episode 200. Yep. Part of, part of me part of me wants to look up and see uh, what was released in December the first year we were doing this show. So I'm going to I'm going to take a look at that okay, right so now. Yeah. I got I got more. I got plenty yeah, yeah. more. Go ahead. First appearances. Yeah. First appearance of Brent. Okay. Episode 22, yep. 2006. I remember that. We- now, these are not in chronological order. These are in order of, like, who's on the show now. Right. And then goes into, you know, everybody else. And then sure. I have um, all of our contributors and how many times they were on. After all, we were. We- then. Jesus. That's a car, not a motorcycle. That is a car, yeah. Um, I did not go to... I probably didn't get everyone. I got to a bunch of people who were on the show twice. Okay. And then kind of gave up because I was getting tired. That's fine. Okay. So, first appearance, Brent, episode 22, to the October 2006. Mm-hmm. Raf, episode 29, January 2007. Okay. Brandon, episode 30, January 2007. Yep. Yeah, he was a, he was a CGS uh, a forums regular at that point. Yes. Yep. Uh, Jamal Eigel, dear friend of the show... Episode 72, the CGS Super Show, September 2008. Yep. He was a full guest on episode 94, the San Diego Comic-Con wrap-up of September 2009. That is, that is true, yep. And that was one that we were both at. Uh, that was the last... Uh, was that the last one? Yeah, because I did, I, I did 07 and 09 in San Diego Comic-Con, mm-hmm. so that was the, the second one I was at. Donovan Morgan Grant mm-hmm. first appeared in episode 125, September 2011. Okay. Chad yep. Burdett. 
Ooh, Chad. An old favorite. Yep. Episode 47, CGS 300 wrap-up yep. episode. For a while there, Chad was on our uh, on our yearly wrap-ups for a while. Yes, yep. yes he was. Yep. John Mayo first appeared in the Civil War Delay Special, August <laughs> 2006. Okay. Do you now, remember let, this episode? The Civil War Delay was I, I, such a big deal. I remember we this. We did an episode. Yeah. CGS did an episode. Here comes another fucking oh train. Oh, my fucking God. And this one, this one's actually a cargo oh, train. This one is long. Yeah, this one's a long one, so it's going to take a little bit longer. Let's, but it, let's actually pause for this one. Yeah, this might be a good idea. Uh, the, let's say. Pause or stop button. Let's say. <laughs> These fucking trains. So new recording. All right, we're done. We're done pausing after the long ass tra- cargo train. We have a zero one zero two. Yeah, yeah. Click in, click yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're good. Recording. We're good. Okay. We're good. I'm looking at we're it right now. All right. Where, where were first you? appearances? Okay. Okay, yes, yeah, so we're talking about the John Mayo first appearance, the yes. Civil War delay special of August 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was such a big deal. <laughs> CGS did an episode on it, I think featuring John Mayo as well. They may, and he appeared on mine. I know they, they did have. one. Yeah, yeah. That was such a big... I don't know why. That was such well, a big deal. The, Civil War is coming out. The biggest event in comics at the time. Right. Bigger than Infinite Crisis. Right. And Steve McNiven needs more time to finish the book, and right. everybody flips their fucking lid. I know we did. Well, because for a while there, like, this was the first real time that this shit had happened for yes. a major event. Like, they almost always regularly came out exactly when you expected them to. And they were took, like, I don't know what the time was. I don't remember if it was a month later or two months. It was at least a two-month delay, if yeah. I remember correctly. Well, meanwhile, now fucking Doomsday Clock is like what three years oh, late man, all I'm, things considered I'm gonna do something on my YouTube channel when that finally wraps up I'll have to reread all 12 issues and rip that one a new one I look forward to it was a waste of money oh my god sure. I look forward to finishing this season of Watchmen and then reading Doomsday Clock and comparing Watchmen sequels which I think honestly should be an episode of the show like we should probably do that it as, should, a, as, yeah, a, as an that's episode that's a good idea yeah uh, because so far I mean I mean, I, but Doomsday it, Clock yeah to get away from our Comic timing facts. <laughs> yeah, has spent eleven issues yeah. building up to a confrontation between Superman and Doctor Manhattan that yeah. hasn't properly built up. Right. Well, which is why, which is why I prefer the Watchmen, uh, you know, TV show because that's just building a world and isn't bothering to try and like convert it over to DC, yeah. which I found stupid to begin with. So whatever. I mean, so far that show is new, is hitting every single button for me, and I freaking love it. This most recent episode, as we're recording this, was the uh, the Hood of Justice reveal, mm-hmm. and it's. It's it's amazing. It's one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. Can't wait to watch it. It's as good as as Leftovers was in season two already in season one. Oh, so. the dreaded Leftovers. Love me some Leftovers. Okay, so still on John Mayo. He first appeared on a regular episode, episode 20A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know when we started doing this A-B shit like Raging Bullets, Oh, no, but no, no. There That's, were a few. That is why we started doing it. We started doing that when they did it because we were posers and we wanted to copy. That's exactly what it was. Uh, that, was that was your poserness. I oh, I know. I don't know. I know. I thought um, it was being cool. So I don't know. I didn't count how many half-part episodes we had. Yeah. That's why I have the 331 posts in WordPress. Yeah. And 293 published podcasts, I yep. guess. To well, make note of some of these, there were ones that were just parts. There were ones that were just too freaking long. Like that's that's why we cut them up. Like okay. like yeah. we, we had a few like four hour recording sessions there, and I'm like, do I really want to put this out as a four hour podcast? Like, come on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Julian Lytle yes, first appeared on episode 43, your, August 2007. Your favorite guy to get in an argument with. My favorite. <laughs> um, Morrison lover. Yeah. Sean, Way- I say it's a term of endearment, not yep. a, not a dig. Mm-hmm. Um. Sean Whalen of Raging Bullets fame first appeared episode 10A. 
Yep. July 2006. Have not had them on in way too long. We'll have to correct that at some point. Bob Bretal. Yep. Episode 223, November 2006. Mm -hmm. He was on recently. Yes, he was. Yep. Uh, Mr. I don't know if he's still the record holder, but last that I know, the I world think he record is. holder for I'm biggest collection. Pretty sure he still is. Yeah, okay. last I checked. And he was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Heroes Corner first appeared. Oh, dear. Episode 64. Became the sponsor officially with episode 65. Yeah. It, both in June 2008. Yeah. That first sponsored episode, our monthly picks, our first monthly picks. Yep. Were Amazing Spider-Man, JRJR Returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, 568 a- ASM 568 Booster Gold 11 Chuck Dixon Fillin I don't know why the fuck we picked that because the regular run was way better I know. than uh, the Chuck Dixon Fillin I agree and Doctor Who the Forgotten number one with Pia Guerra Art that was that was actually a good series do you I, remember that I, I do remember that I actually have the trade sitting on my shelf okay. uh, I know you weren't a big fan because you're not a big Doctor Who guy I had no clue what Doctor Who was yeah. at that point uh, now, let, me, l- let me get a little confessional here for a minute all things considered now, like long after the fact, do you think Heroes Corner was a good idea for us? Because we basically took sides back in the day. Like, it was between Heroes Corner and DCBS, and we went Heroes Corner. You know, I, at that point in time, I was a DCBS customer, yeah. and we got sponsored by them. Yeah. And we were getting um, to do these cool picks, yeah. which I think they were like 75 cents or a dollar books yeah. for our listeners or whoever else wanted. We had a featured thing on the website. Yep. I think that was a good thing for... Now, I don't know how Heroes Corner did in terms of us bringing people to them. Yeah. I know we did get a little piece of the pie when they used the promo code. We did. For a couple times, mm-hmm. and that was nice. Yeah. For you to pay for, um, you know, all Hosting the server costs, fees and stuff. You. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But I think it was just cool to be a part of and, and have a feature on the site. Yeah. When DCBS sponsored us in episode 106 of May 2010... Mm-hmm. We didn't get anything out of that, really. Well, well we had a, they we were had sponsoring a, promo code. a whole bunch of people. We had a promo code yeah. too, but yeah, I know. Yeah, there were so many podcasts they were sponsoring at that time that I it agree. wasn't. I think I think that Heroes Corner was a success up until around the time that Bob and Sam stopped emailing. Like when clearly they had left the company and didn't bother to actually like let people know. Well, it just shows you that it went from a good two years, yep, June two thousand and eight mm-hmm. to May twenty ten, yep. Of Heroes Corner, that's true. You know, yeah. And I don't remember any. I wasn't on the inside baseball of all that stuff <laughs> between you and them. I just knew we were picking picks. They were good standing doing with review uh, corner stuff. Yep. You know, their site works. They shipped on time. Yep. What I liked about the review corner books is that when you got them, they actually had a review a Heroes Corner sticker on the that's back. That's true. That's true. Which I really liked. Yep. You didn't have to seal them up with your own tape. Mm-hmm. I don't know what DC Best does now. Uh, they 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 still. I think they it's might still loose. I think they I think they're still loose if I remember correctly. Uh, I know they had a good deal going with Sean Pryor for a while there too, um, where uh, for, for his podcast and for and for his uh, self published books, okay. uh, where they would promote them as well. So yeah, yeah. so I don't know. I, I I've only used DCBS in the last uh, what was it three years to order those statues to reclaim my Comicsology credit. Yep. Um, now that I'm all digital. Okay. So back to first appearances. So, yes, like I said, DCBS first appeared as a sponsor, episode 106, May 2010. The review corner that month, True Blood number one. <laughs> Superman 701, that was grounded part one with JMS and Eddie oh, Barrows. Oh, God. Superman walks across America. Talk about the hype it didn't deliver. Oof. And X-Men number one, Curse of the Mutants, 
X-Men vs. Vampires. Oh, dear. Uh, Victor F- Victor Gishler on writing and Paco Medina on art. That was the best book I think we reviewed that month. That is true, and, and I remember that book started off really strong and then really petered by the end. Like, it was... It had a good idea going. Yeah. I like vampires and X-Men. They, they go well together. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so... Here's all the contributors and how many tags they have okay. in the database. So, yeah. um... Some of these are combined a little bit because you used a different name, sure. whatever. Yeah. Um, but this is how many times you're tagged in the tags. So if Ian or I forgot to tag you in the tags versus in the episode description, you yeah. may be missing a number two here or there. Sure. So yeah. forgive us that yep. uh, oversight. But I've, I would say we're probably pretty good based on how many fucking people are on here. Oh, I know. So over 200 episodes, Ian Levenstein has appeared in tags. I've clearly forgotten the tag myself. 205 times. times. Yeah. I, 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 considering I appeared on all of them, I think I forgot myself a few times. <laughs> uh, Brent Casina, 144 times. Yeah. Eh, it's not bad. Raph yeah. or Raphael Suhu. Yes. He's in there as Raph 47 times okay. and five as Raphael. All right. So we need to pick a fucking tag for him. I think I think we're mostly going Raphael Suhu, but I think. Brandon Christopher, yeah. 44. All right. Geeks Unite. Oh boy. 28. Yeah. So this is in like descending order. So. Yeah. Well, they were they were big for a yeah. while. I, well, ne- they were never big, but they were big with us. Well, I liked listening to their content. By the way, mess props to Juan, by the way, because Juan I've seen... is now a New York police officer? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Uh, I'm not sure. He was in a cop's uniform at some graduation. It looked he like he was may have entering been. boot camp or coming out of it. It's possible. All I know is that he's lost a lot of weight. He looks damn good. Yeah, he looks amazing. Yeah. Because he was doing, uh, uh, like, like, editorial like writing stuff for a while mm-hmm. like, and he was doing like camera work camera yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah 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 he's doing a little and bit that's on facebook so yeah. juan if you're out there yep and all your last names congratulations good job buddy we're proud of yes, you yes indeed um chad burdett yep. 20 times mm-hmm. john mayo 19 times mm-hmm. jamal igo igle uh, sorry, I don't know why that came out weird. I got 17 times. Tied yeah. with Julian Lytle. Yep. 17 times. You got Pryor on that list? NYCC is at 16. Uh-huh. Uh, this is just tags, right? Yeah. Uh, Sean Pryor, right after those guys, with 16 times. Yep. David Price, 16. Yep. Wanda Jesus, we were just talking about him, 14 times. Mm-hmm. Yanni, 14 times. Ah, uh, Yanni. Sean Whalen, 14 times. Mm-hmm. Chris Nottis. 14 and 3 plus 3 for her full name so really she's 17 yeah we'll count yeah Raging Bullets 13 times <laughs> Watch. Tags. Watch. Watch. the Duke of Watch. oh man Daryl Taylor I don't know if that's a good joke for them now or what that was I, an old joke for I, us it's, he's still I, I listened to the beginning of a couple of episodes recently he's still the Duke of, New, of you know and he's, he's added on a few extra oh man okay uh, yeah a few extra terms Daryl Taylor, 12 times. Yeah, saw him Jim in New York Comic Con. Ephantis, 12 times. Uh-huh. So that means my math is bad because we've done 17. Clearly, Jim. yep. Um, somebody forgot the tag, somebody. Yeah, somebody. Me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a truck on our end. Yep. Matt Summer, 11 times. Mm-hmm. Adam and Comfort, 8 times. Yep. Now, that's a little nebulous because I think they may have been tagged separately, but I I think, I don't know if I added or whatever, but... That's eh, fine. Either I think, way. I think Adam and Comfort by itself... What the fuck happened? Yeah, and then and then they might have been comforting Adam a yes. couple of times also. Why did it delete that? And no, no, bring did it back. Did you lose it? No. Okay. okay. All right. For some reason, it went delete. That's weird. Adam covered Donovan Morgan Grant eight times. Yep. Bob Bretall. Oh shit! He must have been eight. There's no number there. All right. 
but he's above the seven, so I'll, I'll, he's either we'll a seven or an eight. eight. We'll go, we'll with, go eight. with eight. Yeah. Uh, Chris Chavez, seven times. Ah, Equinox. Chris Johnson, seven times. Oh, my God. I haven't talked to Chris Johnson in a while. Spider-Man lover, then yep. a Spider-Man hater? <laughs> a little bit of both. I think I still follow him on Twitter. Yeah, he, he's, he's, more, uh, he's more in the movies now than anything else, and, uh, and he, he loves to hate on uh, generic movies like Marvel <sighs> movies and what have you. He's art house snob, maybe? Yeah, basically. Love you, Chris. Yep. Damian Smith, seven times. Yeah. Toby Cook, seven times. Mm-hmm. Here's a voice we haven't heard in a long time. Umar. Whoa. DeFixer, seven I, times. I ran into DeFixer very shortly at New York Comic Con this year, actually, and he's, he looks like he's doing well. Wayne Cordova, six times. He might be starting up his podcast again last oh, night. Yeah. The Geek Speak co-host challenge appeared five times. I, talk about something I never followed up on. I was uh, going to go back and list uh, who all applied, but I got all the way down to yeah, twos and then said I'm going to bed and never came back to fine. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I know the Yanni was uh, he was, one of those. He was one of them, yes. As was uh, as was Lori. Uh, yes, Lori. Yep. She's coming up here. Yep. Sean Cummings, five times. Mm-hmm. Vito Del Sante, five times. Man, Sean Cummings. That's a, that's another name we haven't we haven't heard from in a while. I still hear from Travis every now and then. Travis is still out there on the art scene. He's yeah. there at MegaCon. I saw him last year. Nice. Uh, or this year in 2019. Right on. He's still doing his thing. Good. Vito Del Sante. That's a name I don't recognize. Vito Del Sante uh, used to work at JHU. Uh, He's the guy who did uh, that. Uh, Oh, that that take on the on Nightwing uh, that came out for, through through uh, through Action Lab uh, a little long a little while ago. Uh, the name the name of the Batman character was the Doberman. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up, but he's a, me. He's, okay. he's he's a friend of mine, one of your buds. Yeah, Adam Murdo four times. CGS Super Show tagged four times. Yep, some some of my favorite live episodes. That is a right van there. with pumping bass. Yep, because clearly they want to hear every single thing. That they are listening to, and they want us to as well. Heath Holland, four times. Okay. Jason Wood, four times. Jason Wood. John Carroll. Jason Wood, who I follow on Twitter and sometimes reply to. Yeah. Never replies back. I wonder if he blocked me. Uh, Stray was the name of the comic that uh, Vito Vito Desante worked on. I'm just loving on you, Jason. Yep. John Carroll, four times. Marathon Uh, Man. Just Bill, four times. Yep. Steve Bryant, four times. Gabe Perez four times. An episode of an episode of the podcast that uh, a lot of people probably won't even get anymore was the uh, the episode where we talk about Just Bill's podcast that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew Charapar four times. Ah, Charapar. J.K. Woodward four times. Mm-hmm. Bruce Rosenberger three times. Yep. Dave Wachter three times. Wachter is working on uh, TMNT comics now. Cool. Yep. Freddie E. Williams II, three times. I just read the Infected Scarab issue. Yep. He did a great job on that. Yeah, no, he's doing a really good job. I'm, I'm, I had an interview with him that I lost when my computer died, uh, that, that I would have been releasing. So many things you've lost because of your fucking computer. I know, because computers suck. Leroy Rivera, a.k.a. Ziggo, only three times. Yeah, uh, we, we've we've talked about him a lot, but actually having him on is a hard thing to I do. I think I interact with him on Facebook more than I do half the other people on this uh, list. You're probably on right. comic stuff. Yeah, no, because he, he's, he's he's doing a really good job with ComicTube right now. He's he is. A, brought that back to life yes. as a YouTube channel slash podcast. Uh, it's on Facebook podcast. as well. Facebook, His yeah. memes are all over the place. Yep. I don't know if they're his memes or if he's stealing them, but yeah, a little a, a little I always bait. see them from ComicTube before anywhere else, yep. right, basically. Yeah. Lori Thomas is tagged here as three times. Yep. I think her, um, yes, Tamalo is also tagged an additional three times. 
So we'll give Lori a bump to six. We oh, should yeah. have mentioned you lo- earlier, yep. Lori, but I'm sorry. Lori, Lori's always been a really, really good friend on, on wine, and uh, she uh, tried to pitch in a little bit uh, with the raft stuff uh, not too long ago. Oh, good so, for her. Yep. Thank you, Lori. Yep. Mike Norton, three times. Yep. Uh, Most cuddly man in comics. Patrick, three times. Patrick. I don't know what this guy's last Patrick. name is. Patrick. Stop typing it or what? Is it not Patrick? Trying to trying to remember. You have to go back. It starts huh. with Patrick. All right, fair enough. Jay Ferguson three times. Torch okay. Song three times. Oh wow. Travis Earls three times. Yep. Vince, I had to spell this. Check the spelling three times when I did Bonavoglia. Bonavoglia. Vince Vince B. Vince B. Vince B. Of now clock. I know why it's B. Yep. Three times. Yep. Martheus Wade three times. Martheus. The got... Fixer. Yep. Three times. So that really son, should be yeah. added to Umar. Yep. Seven, which gives him a total of ten. <laughs> now. Are those separate appearances? Or are those tagged? They're at the same probably times? The, they're probably the same. All things considered, they're probably the same person. Yeah, uh, it, it surprises me how many of these people I actually still am somewhat in touch with online after yes. all these years. Some, yeah. A lot of these people I am uh, also friends on Facebook with. Yep. Chad Ciccone, three times. Yep. Brian Jail Glass, three times. Mr. Dean Glass. Stahl, three times. Yep. Austin Cantrell three times. <laughs> Recently found out that uh, that Brian Glass was the uh, the guy behind a, uh, uh, a, a like this big like Area Fifty One hoax that aired on a on a uh, on a radio program at one point, where he was uh, he called into a radio program that was trying to find out more information on Area Fifty One. He called in as a worker at Area Fifty One, <laughs> and by pure coincidence, the radio feed cut out in the middle of him. <laughs> So they thought that perhaps the government had stepped in to uh. stop it, but it, w- it was it was Brian the entire time. That is funny. Yeah. Okay, I said Dean Stahl three times. Yep. Austin Cantrell three. Yep. Al Sparrow two times. Mm-hmm. Pants. Pants. Two times. Fifty-two. Brian Deemer two times. Yep. Chris Gallo two times. Yep. Jen Capelli two times. Mm-hmm. Kevin Freeman two times. All right. That's as far as I got. Now, uh, so there were some more twos, <laughs> some more ones. But Brent went to sleep, so I'm sorry if you did not finish it here. But we'll see that. That's to it. everyone we did list. Yes, thank you for being a part of Comic Timing. Absolutely for the past 200 episodes and adding in Brent falling asleep just makes it work even more in the whole comic timing oeuvre, as it were. Yeah, for all the episodes, you did fall asleep, yes. and I wound up having to wake you up with a scream as you're snoring into the mic <laughs> back in the uh, college days. That was not tagged. You should have tagged I that really, as like I an really event. should have tagged that. There are at least two individuals that have passed since comic timing started that I want to bring up real quick. Uh, Jamie D., obviously, of Comic Geek Speak, who was on our, uh, our episode 150. And uh, unfortunately, one of the guys who I had on as part of the Geek Speak Challenge, Troy Mata, uh, uh, passed away recently. Uh, I think back in August. Uh, wow. I didn't really find out about that until uh, uh, somebody was tagging him randomly on Facebook. But uh, yeah, no, unfortunately, that's the way the world works, and you lose people. But since the last time we were recorded, Raphael Sue, who has a new kidney. Raphael Sue, who has a new entity living in his body. We'll yep. call it his kidney. Yep. He probably has a name for it already. Uh, who knows? It's probably Martha, if I know him well enough. You know, I would. I think it should be named Shirley. Yeah, uh, maybe. Or uh, parents are dead. Just, just one <laughs> word. Uh, and that could be my. When he talks about it, it could be. Oh, this is my, my parents, parents are, dead. are dead. Exactly. There we go. I think I think that works really nicely. Uh, but yeah, Raph's recovering right now. Uh, you can you can go ahead and uh, and contribute to his GoFundMe if you'd like. Uh, he's still waiting on his uh, disability to show up. 
uh, just go ahead and go on GoFundMe and uh, look for Raf Suhu and you'll find it. But he's uh, he's out of the hospital and uh, and he's he's getting himself back in shape. So uh, hopefully we'll never have to do the dialysis again in his life. That'd be nice. That would be an awesome thing. That is a piece of shit. My uh, mother-in-law was a dialysis nurse mm-hmm. before she got her RN. Yeah. Got her RN and worked for kidney transplant uh-huh. places here in Orlando. Yeah for one of the big hospitals and was like a transplant coordinator Mm -hmm. and then got a promotion and went back to like a dialysis uh, center head yeah kind of thing so i know a little bit about it and it does not sound pleasant so no it is not if that doesn't happen to raf ever again i think we all will be very happy that would be nice that would be nice just uh please make sure that if you have a cold don't be around raf just 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 don't do it he's a meal he's a meal compromise people come on he's gonna have to walk around like one of those japanese guys with a mask i was gonna say yeah. he's gonna be one of those typical <laughs> asian people with a mask on his face the whole time exactly you know what we should do we should buy him one of those et suits okay since you mentioned it all right they had that E.T. ad air during the Thanksgiving Day Parade this year, uh, which was just a giant ad for Xfinity in the end, uh, which apparently they've already aired overseas with different cable companies taking the place of Xfinity. I hated that fucking ad. I, I did not see it. I went on a joyride in my uh, sister-in-law's new car. Oh, yeah. And I came back, and Amanda was in the chair. Mm-hmm. The kids were running around at my mother-in-law's place. Yeah. She had her hands over her eyes. I was not watching. I went, what the fuck is going on? She looked on the TV, and there was E.T. on the television. Now, my wife has had an unusual fear of E.T. What? Ever since she was little. That's Martha's favorite movie. Apparently, uh, they'll get along great. (laughs) Apparently, uh, she was traumatized as a child by watching E.T. possibly Uh at a too young age. Okay. To the point which, when we first started dating, the appearance of an E.T. doll. Oh, no. Uh, frightened her. Oh, the no. imitation of the voice, E.T. phone home, <laughs> you know, would frighten her, piss her off. Doing the finger thing would frighten, like, so she's fearful enough, she knows all the wow. cues. But, um, so it was the whole thing. So she's been on the E.T. ride yeah. numerous times. Like, every okay. time we go to Universal, I'm like, come on. Trying come to get on. over her fear. But it wasn't until after we got married, I want to say like 2012, uh-huh. that she wrote it for the first time and like that was her quote unquote getting over her fear of E.T. <laughs> Obviously, which is bullshit if she can't watch this ad. Yeah, I was going to say. So oh, yes, I, I've heard you talk about it. I need to... Um, Reese, uh, does she also hate Reese's Pieces while she's at it? Well, just she's to, allergic to peanuts, so oh, oh, yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. There you go. Okay, fine. Maybe that's the reason why she's really afraid in the end. Like, she's she's afraid that E.T. is going to reach her finger out and uh, reach, reach his finger out and wind up, you know, poisoning her with the power of peanuts or something like that. How the hell are we supposed to know, man? Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So, what you been reading lately? <sighs> i got to pull out my... <sighs> iPad. Uh huh. Look at my. I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously, we gotta talk comics of some sort, man. So like, I recently bought with the Black Friday sales. I bought all of the Wicked and the Divine. Oh, nice! I read the first trade on Comicsology, and I really liked that. Uh huh. And I was not a fan of the Young Avengers thing they were doing, but this was like different enough. Like, I like uh, who's the artist? Jamie McKelvey. His art's cool. Yeah. But I read the new Avengers stuff that they were doing with Miss America Chavez and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. It didn't click with me. I really like the Young Avengers. I know that, you that, liked that, it. That's what you're talking about. The, uh, yes. Yeah, the Karen Gillan stuff. Yeah. Um, so I did buy all of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really like number one. I'm willing to read more. Yeah. 
they had it all for like five bucks so i was like fuck it let's get it <laughs> this will be my purchase yeah um I've been reading the Dark Multiverse specials. Have you read these? Oh, I've been I've been meaning to start them because I mean they're right up my alley. I mean I'm, I'm a huge alternate reality. Yes, guy. the one that was released this past week was the Infinite Crisis one. Okay, where basically Blue Beetle uh, turns it around on uh, Maxwell Lord, uh-huh. shoots him, okay. then takes his place. Oh shit! And then somehow solves all the problems of the world, uh-huh. defeats the heroes, and then becomes like Omac Senior himself. Really kind of thing come on but the art's done by Aaron Lepresti okay the nice thing about these specials is they're all 50 pages okay so they're very they're pretty lengthy hmm. they're not quick like I remember um, when Marvel was doing the what if reboots yeah, of yeah. its and they were only doing their events for a while it was like right we'll give you 48 pages of the World War Hulk what if and then only like 30 pages of that were the main story and then there was a secondary one right these are 50 pages they're they're meaty books okay so they're they're worth the money these are pretty much what ifs like that's yes. that's what that's what they're rolling with they're here. all um they're the tempest fugonaut guy uh-huh from uh, the speedster whatever what the what the, what the fuck the dandadio written book oh and kenneth rockford was on art yeah with yeah the helmet yeah. yep He's in here, and I guess he's kind of like the watcher of the DC Universe now. Okay. I thought we had the monitors a, for that a, shit. A Danda Dio created character is, a, is around. That's um, So that was that. The Blackest Night one was okay. Uh, it features Sinestro, but not really. It's like, what if Sinestro had a black ring and a white ring, but they never really go into that. Like, if one was on each hand... Well, and he's basically two-faced. One side is alive, one side is dead. Well, cl- clearly he solves racism. That's what he does. No. No? <laughs> no? Okay. He does right. not. Ah, oh, man. Um, what That's else? a shame. What else did I buy? What, what, what if Sinestro had, had constantly was at war with himself? The, what if Dark like... Multiverse... I gotta call it what if, but uh-huh. the Dark Multiverse death of Superman, okay. which Lois Lane becomes the Eradicator, infuses with that right after Superman dies, Okay, is pretty cool. All right. That's um, cool. The what if... Nightfall, or not what if, the Dark Multiverse Batman Nightfall was the first one that came out. I got real excited when they released the character designs. Yeah. Is that Here Comes St. Batman, uh-huh. Jean Paul Valley. Right. It's like, cool, cool, cool. And it wasn't? And it wasn't that cool. Ah. Um, Who wrote it? Uh, Snyder and Kyle Higgins. Really? Yes. Huh. Okay. Interesting. It's got some weird thing where they jump way forward into the future and then Bruce Wayne is like this head on a, like, in a head and a spinal cord connected by wires and this thing and Azrael goes and talks to him once in a while and then Damien's son Damien or no Bane and Talia's son uh-huh. comes out new character All right. and he is like one of these guys that can turn on the venom at a whim so he's this really shrimpy guy yeah. and then he turns on the venom and then he's like bigger than Bane uh, and then he saves him and then they turn the Bruce Wayne head and spinal cord into a robot and they go against Saint Batman this and all sounds his insane. guys. This it is kind of insane. Yeah, it's not what I was looking for out no. of it. But it's like instead of going just recently into the future, like this one goes way into the future, uh-huh. and it loses kind of the connecting tissue. Got it. The Death of Superman one is like right after it, so okay. it's all connective. You're saying that it loses the spinal cord of the yeah. of the issue. The Blackest Night one is kind of like Saint Batman, where it goes way into the future. Okay. Like, what if they lost and right. Sinestro is the only living person around, and Lobo and um, not Dawn, Dove uh-huh. is around. Okay, and then this other one, the last one, uh, the Oma Infinite Crisis one is like takes place all in the event mm-hmm. of the events. So nice, that's fun. 
The Justice League book? Yeah. I was listening to the Black Panther review we did, and we were talking about uh, Snyder, me not enjoying metal. Right. He was taking over Justice League. Mm -hmm. The Justice League run of Scott Snyder is actually very, very good. Yeah, I'm going to sit down and and read it all at some point. I haven't haven't really started it yet, so... It's all on here. It's all very good. good. Um... It's actually, like, it starts off a little wonky with, like, the totality and what the hell is the totality. Mm-hmm. Once they get past that and then get into, like, Perpetua, which is, like, the mother of the monitors. Yeah. And basically in this uni- this universe now, there's never, like, the whole city. Nixuotan doesn't exist. Okay. Kind of uh-huh. It's Monitor, Anti-Monitor, mm-hmm. and the third guy <laughs> whom they introduce in this series. Monitor, Anti-Monitor and Chuck. Oh, he's the World Forger. Oh, his, his name is Bob. So this is uh. the guy who actually forged all the worlds or whatever. These three guys are brothers. Mm-hmm. Their mother's name is Perpetua. Uh-huh. And she's supposed... Well, here's what the weird part that I still don't quite understand and they probably haven't gone into yet. She is the actual creator of the multiverse. Oh. But she's dis- dismayed with this multiverse, so she's trying to destroy it. Okay. In order to create a perfect one in which everyone is an apex predator version of humanity. Okay. Which is what Lex oh, Luthor apex, is now. Apex Lex. That's yeah. where Apex yeah. Lex comes from. I love that name. <laughs> um, but she is afraid of the people behind the source wall. Okay. So she's trying to do all this now that the source wall has broken. Right. And um, come in and all this stuff. Is that the dark the dark multiverse behind no, there? This no. This is okay. something different than that. The Marvel Universe? So, the Wildstorm universe, the annual where the Source Wall breaks. It was a Justice League annual, <laughs> I, and I, I thought this was going to be a throwaway story. I, I really like how you how you put that because it really sounds like on an annual basis the Source no. Wall breaks, which is kind of true anyway. <laughs> kind of true, yeah. But the the annual in which the Source Wall breaks is a fantastic fucking story. Yeah, it is so good. All right, and I thought it was going to be like a throwaway annual, like most of them are. Right. No, they made a big deal about like on or Snyder on Twitter was like. You know, oh, big deal. This is, uh, you need to pay attention to this, whatever. So mm-hmm. I read it, and that was the, since that point, yeah. the book has gone like gangbusters for me on the good side of the spectrum. Okay. So it is very, very good. That's cool. It's lost all the Morrison y, uh, Yellow Submarine music bullshit that Dark Knight's Metal had that I know you enjoyed. I just listened to you talk about it this morning. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Um, Flash, still good? Yeah. Josh uh, Williamson Flash, I, have you dove into I, this I, yet? I, I have dove into it slightly. I'm just about to start year one. Ugh, so good. Um, I, I, year I one the, is fun. I love the fact that he's still on it. Like He's on it. I, 83 I, issues yeah, in. I brought that up on a recent CGS. Like, like we... Nobody's really acknowledging the fact that he's been on it since. No, everybody's since sucking Tom King's Rebirth. dick, and City of Bane sucks yeah. right now. Yeah, but eighty-three issues in, Josh Williamson is the new star of yeah. the DC universe, That's and I've been singing his praises on Flash since the beginning. Uh huh. And he's also the writer of Birthright. Okay. Which is awesome and is yeah. coming to an end. I think the ne- at the end of the next arc. Okay. Which is a bummer, but he's killing it on that book as nice. well. Nice. This is a talent. This is a find. This guy is the next big thing. Well, it's sim- I mean, similarly, like... He was also writing um, Valiant, uh, the guy in the armor, XO Manowar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that stuff on Comixology. That stuff was also, like, Amazeballs. Uh-huh. He's really, really good. Okay. Um, did you read Immortal Hulk yet? I have read a couple issues, yeah. It's uh, weird. It's f- in a good way, though. It's At least, weird. Uh, I'm... 
this all the hell stuff they're kind of doing now. Uh-huh. I'm like, eh, with the dad, and uh, that's they're losing me. <clears throat> the the stuff the stuff where it really gets good is when Sasquatch shows up, and and he's you know trying to investigate the Hulk and everything, and he winds up getting sucked in, and like there's a whole like sucking of powers like into into the Hulk, and like you see like the ramifications of it afterwards. Um, I'm not really a horror guy, and yet for some reason this is the type of horror that's really su- like working for me. Um, Easily the best Hulk, though, in years. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I didn't really read any of the... Uh, I mean, the Greg Pak stuff was okay. Yeah, the Greg Pak stuff was decent. Like, I yeah. remember I remember reading Planet Hulk and being like, okay, this is cool, World mm-hmm. War Hulk yep. was an event. Yeah. So that was its own thing. But anything after that, I don't think I read or really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Mark Wade had a little bit on there. I read yeah. two issues, or two trades of those. Oh, I, I remember that run. I, he was one like of, an agent of Shield. Yeah, one of the weakest. I mean, to be honest, and I remember praising it on the show. Like, it started off okay, but then it really got. Well, they lost the weird. regular artist, and then Simonson's on here doing yeah, his stuff, and yeah. it just kind of was like yeah. Al, Al Ewing, though. Like that—that's the guy who I was trying to think of. Like to me, he is the future of the Marvel universe. Yeah, um, but I thought that dude was a black dude. He's a British dude. White I, British it surprised dude. the hell out of me. Al yeah. Ewing. I don't know. Sounds ethnic. Eh. I'm probably terrible for saying it. Fine. Whatever. I, I was hoping for a little more diversity. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, well, you were you were, ho- you were hoping for uh, for for you know somebody other than a white guy to be uh, the next up and comer or what have no, you. No, I think what it is was I was reading his stuff on um, Falcon, Captain mm. America, and Falcon and yes. the Mighty Avengers yes. and stuff. Uh-huh. And that stuff had a lot of um, black characters and the Ultimates and also the Ultimates. Yes. Two, whatever yeah. that book yeah, was, with he, Black he, Panther and yeah. Blue Marvel, yep. and you had all these black characters who felt really cool, really good. Yeah, and I, I guess my stupid brain was like, "Oh, of course, the only person that can write." <laughs> well, it's kind of the saying now. It's like yeah. everybody's saying, "Oh, well, if you're going to have uh, women characters in a show, then you need a woman writer or a mm-hmm. women director." Same thing with ethnic characters, black or Latino. Well, if you're going to have black or Latino characters, you need to have a black writer, sure. black director, right, for diversity's sake, but. That's really not. No, it's not. It's not the. Case. It's not the case yeah. because you have Al Ewing who's doing a great sure. job, and I think that's where I made the assumption that, mm-hmm. oh, this must be a, a person of color because right. he's writing people of color and they're fucking fantastic. Well, you just you just have to factor in like you can't just treat them. You got you got to treat them right. That that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, you can't just go in there and be like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna treat them like they're a white character because they're not. You know, at the same time, as long as you give them a, a diverse personality and uh, flesh them out, and do a little bit of research beforehand, like this is what th- this is what they have to deal with. Let me go ahead and work yes. on that. You know, go ahead. But I like the fact that guys like Saladin Ahmed are writing Miles Morales right now and doing a good job of it. Have you read any of Absolute Carnage? Uh, no, I skipped it because it was called Absolute Carnage. Oh, so what you have? Well, is it nineties tastic? Because I think it's nineties tastic. Mm. So the first issue is a double-sized issue. Yeah. And I will give an absolute, props. An absolute issue? Uh, perhaps. Absolutely yeah. double-sized. Okay. I will give props. Who's the writer on this? Um, Donnie Cates oh, and Ryan not, Stegman. Oh, it's Donnie Cates. Donnie Cates has been and writing St- Carnage. And Stegman. Venom. Stegman. And Stegman's been the artist on Venom. I haven't been reading that specifically, but I picked up Absolute Carnage, and Stegman drew every single fucking page of this event to 200% level of awesomeness. Okay. This is clean Ryan Stegman. Mm-hmm. This is not dirty Ryan Stegman yeah, when yeah. he was on um, the Spider-Man Doc Ock book. Oh, but that was great. <laughs> I wasn't feeling that art. This is like cleaned up Ryan Stegman. This All is right. like super crisp. Fair enough. Uh, whatever, but mm-hmm. 
this art is awesome. Yeah. This story is a whole lot of fun. Carnage, I've never read a whole bunch of Carnage stories, but mm-hmm. reading this book, he is a whole lot more menacing. I get the menace now of Carnage. Okay. Um, of the symbiote, of Cletus Cassidy. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know if there was like... They basically like the first four pages of the first issue mm-hmm. is basically like a retelling of all the mythology that was set up over six issues okay. in the first trade of the Venom trade paperback. When the hell did when Comicsology the hell, Unlimited? Okay. If you want to read that, when the hell did Cletus get back in Carnage? Because like there was there was a time where he wasn't. I know, like he was either dead or in jail um, or something. I guess he got better. Yeah, it's a. I think some of that's in there. Okay. They talk about the Carnage symbiote or. Um, Hosts, you know, yeah, yeah. the mob guy from, or no, he was a Venom host, the mob guy in the Marvel Knights Spider-Man run when God. Eddie Brock was out of it. Right, right. Um, basically, Carnage is finding everybody on Earth who's ever had a symbiote touch them or be part of them. Yeah. So remember the Venomized uh, oh, event no. yeah. where everybody got a Venom symbiote uh-huh. or whatever? Yeah. All those people are now in jeopardy. Oh, boy. Because Carnage is coming and basically ripping out their spines to get a thing that he calls the Codex, which is like a little piece of the symbiote left in them. Uh, <laughs> and he's taking all these pieces of symbiotes that are left in all these people. And uh-huh. it, he can kill you or not kill you. It's unclear if, when he does this. But he's taking it and then putting them all together. And he thinks that once he does collect everyone, mm-hmm. he will reconnect to the symbiote hive and, and bring forth their god, Null. K-N-U-L-L. This, this is sounding weirdly like Stargate right now. Like, um, like with the with the Goa'uld and... It's good. Okay. Until the last issue... Oh, no. There is a big climax. Yeah. But there is... Spoilers. There is no showdown with the God Null. It's, this event's basically all set up So what you're saying is for, that there's Null Null? Yeah. Yeah, there's Null Null. For future issues of the Venom book, yeah. I guess. Okay. And maybe bigger events to come. Mm-hmm. So it was spun out, maybe for no reason. Okay. Um, but it is worthwhile. It is worth your time. It is a whole lot of fun. You can still enjoy it in itself. Now, do you think it was perhaps, and, and, and hear me out on this, do you think it was perhaps spun out to make more money? <laughs> the fact that they still had the Venom book at the same yeah, time. Yeah. And a whole bunch of specials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they had a Scream miniseries, for uh, crying out loud. Yeah. Yes, well, absolutely. Th- there, were, there were a few tie-ins to Absolute Carnage where I saw creators on it that I'm like, Whoa! Where the hell are you coming from? Like, uh, I think Adam Warren has a has an absolute carnage book coming out, uh, and that's a name know. I very rarely it's, see outside of his own books. It's, these it's days. all done. So, all right, it's just I, 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 it's very hard for me to get excited about a book that just like screams '90s like that. And mind you, I, I'm this is coming from a '90s kid. Like, there's only so much Dark Hawk I can take. You know, like I mean, it's it, it's that sort of shit. Like, I feel like they're just playing it now for us. Because we're the only ones who buy comics mm-hmm, anymore. Mm-hmm. The event Leviathan. Did you yeah. read any of this? No, I did not. This was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the event Leviathan. That was the Bendis uh, one. The Bendis right? thing with yeah. Malev. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, who's Leviathan? Who's Leviathan? Yeah. And it, it's it's again just like Absolute Carnage. It's more set up for yeah. future events, I guess, in the Superman books. Now, did they wind up bringing back any detective characters that would be Jessica Jones for him in the DC, in the DC universe? No, basically Leviathan is some character I've never heard of. Oh. I think it's the Walt Simonson Manhunter or Walt okay. Simonson Manhunter adjacent. Interesting. All right, see, that that may that may get me in, interested. But Leviathan, this guy or uh-huh. this organization, yeah. they scoop up all of the 
different agencies in mm. the DCU, of which there are too many. Okay. DEO, Argus, yeah. CIA, mm-hmm. FBI, uh, Cobra. D- DEO is the one that... That's that, the one that phones... I was, was going to say, yeah. And the one that's in the Supergirl TV show. Got it. But okay. yeah, all those guys, they basically scoop all these guys up, evaporate their buildings into nothingness, uh-huh. and then everybody goes, where'd the spies go? Well... They all got sucked in this one organization. I guess they're all being strong-armed by one guy uh-huh. who wants to take over the world. Uh, th- wait, he wants to take over the world? What? Nobody ever wants he to He thinks that. he can fix the world, and he apparently is an ex-manhunter. Uh, okay. All right. His name, um, his name is Pinky and Brain. The biggest disappointment of all, Yeah. and we'll shit on Tom King here for a second, Oh dear. is City of Bane, in which... Have you read any of these? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I, Way, way behind, dude. I'm way behind on everything. I will continue to be way behind on everything. Right. I'll talk about some things that I did read when you're done with your right. Tom King. This is King the last head. thing. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Do you want me to spoil uh, it? I don't care. You don't care? I don't care. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is the last, issue, last two issues. There's an entire Number city one. of Banes. There's an entire no, city of Banes. It's Everyone not even becomes that good. a Bane. It, it's called Absolute Bane. That would be a good idea. <laughs> that would be Because that would be a challenge for Batman. Yeah. So, Bane has been coming back, I guess, this whole... 100 issue storyline mm-hmm. oh I didn't get kicked off Batman guys my side story got uh-huh. spun out to a miniseries yeah. it's all good guys hey, hey. It's, it's all gonna be 100 yeah. issues in the end right all including good. the annuals yeah. bullshit yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. this is why this story sucks he's been selling it as it's all been a Bane story yeah. but that's false because um, the Flashpoint Batman which appeared randomly in issue 50 out yeah. of nowhere mm-hmm Still not explained Thomas Wayne, what the fuck you know. he's doing is now revealed to be the ultimate mastermind because the last issue he shot Bane in the head. What? As they were going into their big fight. Okay. Yes. So why is this, why is this called City of Bane? Because Bane had taken over the city okay. and made like all the Batman villains were now like constables of Bane or whatever, which like we have not seen before in Arkham City, I guess. I guess. Or, um, you know, that event No Man's Land. Kind of thing. I highly appreciate them being called constables of Bane, though, because I don't know in about my head, but oi, what's all this? You, know, then? you have like Two Face and Riddler running around yeah. with sheriff badges on their chest and says like, "Oi, oi Department I'm, of Bane." Oi, I'm know. Riddler. I'm the constable of Bane. Oi, 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 oi. Yeah. Nobody, nobody had a stupid um, bad or um, hat or anything like no, that. No, that, that that I hate it. Then I hate it. Then worse. So they killed Alfred, though. Yes. And apparently this is going to stick. I heard about it because because the fucking DC solicits for an annual, yes. not even written by Tom King, spoiled that shit for me. Even though I hadn't got, I so, hadn't gotten up to it. I you know was my really biggest, annoyed by that. My biggest pet peeve with these Tom King Batman issues yeah. is these ones where it's all captions mm-hmm. and a bunch of art. And then kind of like It really could take place Inside of five minutes Right But because he's got Some long fucking speech (laughs) Or some long fucking poem He wants to put into the book I swear There are Batman Catwoman issues Where they're putting in A fucking poem From T.S. Eliot And you're just reading This poem Which Tom King did not write Yeah But he got paid To copy paste this shit Into And then put in Panel one Description Panel 2 So maybe he's writing What the art is so But you, really so you mean the poem wasn't even You're not writing any plot <clears throat> So the poem wasn't even There once was a lady from Gotham Like There's a couple of those That I, I fucking hate uh-huh. This last one was A recording of Alfred Talking to Batman Before he like Went in to go Get himself killed Basically Okay But it was like Yes this could have taken place All within the three minutes Who killed them Bane or Thomas uh, Bane did Okay In front of Damien <sighs> And then 
only at the end of the recording and the issue does Batman finally figure out that there's Alfred's body and he's dead. Then he goes after Bane, and I think it's at the end of that issue that Bane gets shot in the head, okay. just as they're about to like really, really get it on. Like they're like stripping off their armor. Batman takes his shirt off, which means he's powerless. You or know, whatever. you're used to the word "get it on" and then stripping <laughs> off shirts. By the way, you may not be wo- oh, going very, doing what you're talking about. It's very about. homoerotic. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, but yeah, it's just like, dude, there's so you could have had a conversation with Batman and Alfred, mm-hmm. or Bane teasing Batman and Batman talking back to Bane. <laughs> And building up this big fight, but instead you're going to have a recording of Alfred professing his love for Bruce, which, like, you could put in an annual, and nobody would have to buy. But, no, you want to make this part of the main book. I don't understand his pacing between, like, Mr. Miracle Uh and Vision. All 12 issues all make sense. Yeah. Batman, 100 issues, lots of fucking filler. Mm. I'm so upset I'm still buying this book. That's disappointing. I, I mean, I, I'm also not surprised because, like you said, like he's, he's, a very, he's a very compact writer, but at the same time he always likes to put so much in that I'm not surprised it's going this if way. I had one request for Tom King. It yeah. was the be, don't ever give me an issue where there's no word balloon panels, uh-huh. like the fight between Batman and KG Beast yeah. that uh, set me off issue 70-something. Yeah. That, um... Because it's Tony about- Daniel was drawing. Yeah. Because that's just art, and I'm not buying comics just for art. I'm buying them for a story. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're some acclaimed writer, and I liked all. I loved Vision. Right. I thought it was great. Right. I liked Mr. Miracle. Yeah. It started off so strong, though. It did. Like, that's. It's disappointing. Well, once the wedding didn't happen, yeah. that's when the spiral started to get noticeable. Which, like- which, frankly, like, had they not made such a big deal about the wedding in the first place, then we probably would be happier yes. right now. Yes. Like, that's that, that's a given. My guess is at the end of Bat, Bat and Cat, yeah. which is the dumbest fucking name for Bat a miniseries I've ever heard. Yeah. I hope they change it. Cat Bat. <laughs> My guess is at the end of that 12-issue miniseries, the big event they're going to tease to make you buy it is they get married, actually. Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. And then they have Helena, and she becomes Huntress. Oh. And and Catwoman's got this new costume thanks to Joelle Jones. Yeah. Her fucking armpits are bare. Let me see. Hold on. She's got... Hold on. She's covered in leather, except yeah. for her armpits. Okay. So is this, like, Catwoman sweats so much in the latex uh-huh. that it's uncomfortable that she needs her armpits to be bare so she can air them out while she's hanging out on the side of buildings? Okay. And she's not wearing deodorant or antiperspirant at all? Uh, clearly that's what they like. I don't know. Let's it is see. a weird, weird choice. Like, everything else is practically the same. All right, let's see. New, new Catwoman costume. Okay, clearly it's not this one with her barely it's, wearing anything. It's bizarre. Oh yeah, what the, what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? It my. What really annoys me about this is that it's one step away from the Michelle Pfeiffer outfit. Yeah. Um, but with armpit holes. But with armpit holes. Almost as if she's gonna grow like tentacles. How? How is it that we go from a boob window to armpit holes? I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck, man? <laughs> because the the other costume is one of the best costumes that's ever been designed for a female. The Brubaker one is yes. the best one. Period. That's Brubaker, it. Or not Brubaker. Darwin Cook design. Yeah, yeah. Costume. Darwin Cook design. Yeah. It's so good. And ugh. That's 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 disappointing. That's disappointing. Well, please continue to read Batman so that you can tell me how shitty it is. <laughs> and I continue to buy it on Comixology yes, so then you can just Exactly, follow. because yes. I'm getting there anyway. All and right. frankly, one of the things I wanted to talk about was the DC Universe app because I've been I've been reading more stuff on there so lately. So, I got suckered into starting that in yeah. September when Titan Season 1 ended last. Uh-huh. Or no. Was it this year? Yeah. Last year. I think I've been paying on this 
for months. Yeah. And have not fucking used it. I've been, I've been, been using it to, to read. use it. Yeah. And I, uh, only for the TV shows. Yeah. And I have not. The, the app is still janky. Like, there have been a lot of crashes for me, especially when searching for stuff. We'll talk about janky apps. The CW app right now on Xbox oh, is super janky. Yeah. And it's so hard to keep up with all these fucking shows going into this crisis event. Yeah. Is, is, it, as, is it as janky as, uh, as your Skype app that works when you well, want no, it to work? It, the last couple times I've tried to watch the CW app on my Xbox, uh-huh. it's crashed. Yeah. Like it just straight up won't load. Like, it'll, it will load, and then you go pick this episode, and then it will not play. You know... Roku's are like $30 right now. I have for, a Roku for, TV. I, I will just watch it in there. Okay. Well, you But can, I would like but, to watch my superhero-themed yes, shows yes. in my man cave, Ahem. surrounded by superheroes. You, you, you know, Roku's are like $30 right now. I have a $500 Xbox. I know. It should fucking work. It, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. You can play it for games just fine. But this is the problem. For thirty dollars, you can buy yourself a Roku that actually works and use it. This is the it's problem. It's a freaking stick, man. This Come is on. The problem. Yeah. What's the problem? I Come don't want another stick. You know, tough shit. It's already a smart TV. Yeah. This is the most Seinfeld you've ever been. Yeah. By the way. What? What? Why do people <laughs> buy Rokus? I mean, they have Xboxes. They have streaming TVs. What are you doing? I have to. Well, yeah. that that's the reason my uh, bedroom TV went yeah. out. The Wi-Fi started cutting out, uh-huh. which. It was a Roku TV, so we only used it that way. Yeah. So the Wi-Fi card is just cutting out, and I was like, well, yeah. it's probably cheaper to replace it than to fix it. Yeah. So we bought a new TV, and I made sure to buy a new Roku TV. Right. So that it would have the same functionality, uh-huh. and I bought a new Roku TV because apparently that's the only place that you can get an Apple TV Plus app. Uh, you see, uh, yeah, on, on, Roku, on Roku's in general, yeah. Well, uh, like they said, they're coming to Samsung's, and I bought a Samsung last year uh-huh. for Father's Day. Yeah. But no, it's only this year's Samsungs and forward. Oh, that's annoying. And so I guess it's because they want you to have like AirPlay capability. Well, but meanwhile, but if you just want me to pay five bucks to watch your shows, dude. Yeah. Meanwhile, put I it ha- on every fucking device available. Which is why I'm glad I have a Roku Ultra and a, and a Roku Premiere that just I can download shit on. That's it. It'll work. Know? Yeah, it'll work. That's it. I, and I'm only watching the Apple TV Plus stuff because they included a year on the with the purchase yeah, of a new phone. Mar- Martha, Martha got the, that with her uh, 11 too. We haven't even started anything because we've been watching Disney Plus as much as we have. Oh, um, uh, we I, I'm two episodes in on the Mandalorian, so don't spoil me on anything that's happened there. But I'm saying I really enjoy Lone Wolf and Cub, the Star Wars edition. Uh, with uh, with Baby Yoda, uh, it's it, it's it's working for me. It, it's slow, I admit it, but I really like what's going on. And you're making weird hand movements that the inter- that the audio can't see. That's right. Yeah. Um, I, are you enjoying it? I'm. It's fine. Uh huh. I watch it every week because I know that people are going to talk about it and the gifts will come out. Yeah. So like it, t- I watched Mandalorian yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was killing me that I waited a day because there already was like so many of new course. stuff from the show. Of course, I actually enjoy watching the morning show on Apple TV Plus or whatever more yeah. than I enjoy watching The Mandalorian. Wow, because I've heard very mixed things about the morning show, uh, mostly because Reese Witherspoon's character is annoying as fuck. But that's we really liked Big Little Lies on HBO. All right. I like this. Yeah, that's Jennifer fun. Aniston's again is fun. You yeah. Know? Yeah, she's she's being Jennifer Aniston, doing a Jennifer Aniston thing like Jennifer Aniston does. Yes, that's yeah. that's fun. All right. That's fun. I I uh, I've been, but anyway, the DC Universe app uh, for reading comics. It's nice that they've added as much as they have, and they're continuing to add stuff. And now they're adding stuff from you know from a, from a year ago. 
So they've got some Justice League on there. They've got some uh, some. But they're still adding stuff. and taking away movies. That's still uh, a rotating selection. Yeah, that's annoying. But the comics are no longer rotating. Okay, which is good. good. The comics are just always there. Like I've, I've been reading, I've been putting so much shit from the two thousands that I that I didn't get a chance to read back then. Like the Hour Man series uh, was very hard to find in single issues. They have that Chronos. Uh, uh, from from the mid '90s and early 2000s, they have that on there. But I had to submit a ticket because I'm going through the uh, the Kyle Rayner run of Green Lantern. Uh-huh. It's the only real Green Lantern they have from that from that series. It starts with like Emerald Twilight and goes on. Right. Um, they have issue 99. They have issue 101. No issue 100. The start of my first Green Lantern purchase that I made as a kid. I cannot even fucking read on there because for some reason it goes So I submitted a ticket. It's on Comixology. They have it digitized. Uh, yes, I know that, but I have to pay for it. And I'm not going to. Oh, I'm just saying you don't have I, to. I know, I'm I know. But DC you. Universe is right there. So I submitted the ticket and they said they're going to look into it and let's see if they actually add it. My but, problem with that DC Universe app when I was scrolling through it on my phone is yeah. like you search for something, you start a series, mm-hmm. then you go back. So you're scrolling through yeah. A to Z of all their titles. Yeah. You hit a thing you want to look at crisis on infinite earth and it goes all the way back you hit up. back you're back up at yep. a mm-hmm. like yeah. i was in c yeah the, or worse i was in x that used to be a problem with the marvel unlimited app too that they that they've recently finally fixed uh so i'm hoping they do so but then again who knows how much longer dc universe is going to last with uh with hbo max stealing half of their fucking shows I can anyway see all of the the tv stuff going to so, hbo max and having it just be a comics thing and having yeah. it just be comics focused yeah I mean, which is fine. They just renewed Young Justice for another season. So. Or maybe the TV stuff is on DC Universe for a year. Yeah. And then the new, se- then after a year, exclusivity or whatever, six months, mm-hmm. goes to HBO Max there. I'd be all right with that. I'd be all right with that. I also uh, have been watching Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery, finally. Um, and I... It's not great. It's It's good. It's just not great. I didn't watch Enterprise. I've only watched the reboot movies. Yeah. I mean, I watched Discovery Next Gen. I watched uh, DS9. I watched Voyager as a kid. Yeah, sure. I haven't watched any of those as an adult. I've Mm -hmm. watched the reboot movies. That's as much as I get into it. Discovery might be up your alley if you like the reboot movies. Just Just because um, it's, it's it's way more modern. John from Word Balloon rave and moan and bitch about it on his podcast. Yeah. He hates it. I... I really, I'm, I'm liking more of like ever since we got to like the second half of the first season, it got way better. Uh, they did, they did a whole mirror universe arc, which was pretty cool. Um, His main complaint about it is that the girl from Walking Dead, uh, yeah, uh, Michelle, uh, Michael, Bo- Michael Burnham, uh, on the, which on is the- a male name for a female character. Yes, yes it is. Yeah, dumb number one. Yeah, in my opinion, just yeah. mine. Uh huh. Because it creates confusion. Yeah, I agree. Um. Apparently, his main complaint is that that character is the only one who can solve problems, and that is annoying. That yes. is true. That is annoying. Uh, it's 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 gotten less so though, especially in season two when they introduce uh, Captain Pike. You know, from the original series, uh-huh. uh, he's being played by Black Bolt. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you, you mean by Black Bolt, you mean the guy who barely played Black Bolt? Exactly. Uh, he's much better in this than he ever was in that piece of crap. Oh, I never um, watched any of that. I watched like half an episode and I gave up because it, it just <laughs> it was that terrible. But he's he's actually is that on Disney Plus? No, it is not. Actually, it might be. I think it might be. Is actually. Agents of Shield on Disney? Plus? Uh, Peggy Carter is. I don't know if Agents of Shield is because uh, I think that might still be on Netflix. But, oh, okay. But uh, in fact, a bunch of stuff when you go on Disney Plus and you search. It says, like, available in 2020, because that's when their deal with Netflix is up. Agent Carter's on here. Yes, Agent Carter is definitely on there, because it was never on Netflix. 
Um, Inhumans. Inhumans might be, because I thought I yes, remember it seeing is. it. Wow, go figure. All right. If you want to watch a pile of crap, then go Ooh. ahead and, uh, and watch that. I've been watching Gargoyles Eight on episodes. Disney+. Plus. Gargoyles on Gargoyles still holds up from when we were kids. We watched one episode of Darkwing Duck. Yeah. The kids liked it. Good. I'm glad. They should continue to like it, because it's Darkwing Duck. It was kind of cheesy. Yeah, it, it always it always was. I was like, I don't. I guess I was really young when that was on. Yeah, but the other thing, uh, yeah. So I've been I've been catching up on. I caught up on Young Justice. Uh, I need to watch that. I, it's excellent. I caught up on Young Justice, the comic, Dennis's comic. Okay. And that is really good. Um, I. The only thing that's annoying is that they they settle on a new name for Tim Drake. Oh, I heard about this. And it's Drake. And his costume's brown. And his costume's brown. Ugh. It's not the best. Yeah, that will that will not last. Yeah. Once Tim Drake gets pulled back into the Bat Editor's universe, yeah. that will be done away with yeah. pronto. But, but the story itself that he's crafting is actually really good. Um, it, it reminds me of Peter David's Young Justice in all the right ways. Um, it's, it's, very, it's very youthful. It's very vibrant. Impulse is great. He breaks the fourth wall and shit like that like he should. It's, Did it's, they explain how Superboy came back? Uh, yeah. Uh, essentially, this is, this is the original Superboy before New 52. Like, but the original Superboy died in Infinite Crisis? Eh, eh, eh. He got shunted off into a parallel universe, it which is this universe, yeah. until he, the point of his death upon which he gets shunted back. And dies and sacrifices himself for the entire world. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I, I don't fucking know, man. All, all I know, all I know is that when they when they tell his backstory, he's wearing his old costume with like just the t-shirt and what have you. There's no red uniform. There's no red uniform, thank Christ. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, like they 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 they're, they're doing a good job of at least making this fit. They did something similar to what they did with the Titans, like how like they didn't remember Wally, and then all of a sudden they did. They seem to have gone on all these adventures as Young Justice and didn't know about it until they all got back in one room together. Oh, okay. um, and you know what the art that they painted certainly looks like them pre fifty two. So you know, who I, the, what the hell? I enjoyed the new fifty two for what it was. Yeah. It seems to me that now that we're this far into not having it, yeah, that they've just created a conundrum for themselves in terms of like timelines. Yes. Which there was already a conundrum because Batman and Superman kept all their history oh. and everyone else and Green Lanterns kept their history everyone else started from like zero how about the conundrum that it no, no other series Batman other, had three Robins within five years basically yeah. right that's yeah. what that was the conundrum that no other series seemed to have even like touched on the fact that history was rewritten when the two Supermans merged and their stories became intertwined. Yes. Like, everything was rewritten at that point, and nobody even bothered, because that's the way DC works. They don't even bother with continuity anymore. They're just like, you want to tell a story? Like, all right. Hey, hey, Grant Morrison, want to go tell a Hal, a Hal Jordan Green Lantern story? Like, okay, go ahead. Uh, oh, you, you, don't, you don't care about continuity and want to do your own thing? Whatever. You don't care about all the colors of the rainbow? Fuck you off. Okay, yeah, fine. they do. It's fine. And it, that's actually not bad. No, no, no joke. Like I, it's, I read three issues, and I jumped off. Yeah. I was like, this is not for me. I like the first two that I read. I, I'll, I'll, I'll read the rest at some point. I mean, the Liam Sharp art was... Yeah. Meh. And I also read the uh, the Millennium reading up to uh, leading up to Crisis on Infinite Earth. Uh, sorry, the uh, Legion, Legion of Superheroes. Legion of Superheroes, yeah. and uh, it doesn't focus on the character I thought it would. Um, focuses on Rose and Thorn. Okay. Rose and Thorn. Something happens while she's Thorn, and she winds up becoming basically like a mortal Vandal Savage style. 
um, and you see her like going through Does the she different... live until a thousand and one years in the future kind of thing uh, she's still alive as of Legion time like, okay. and she hasn't really aged uh, so I think they're trying to figure that out in Legion of Superheroes but anyway that's how you see like the different portions of future is through her eyes because she's been living through it all like, they even do, like, Commandy, and they do Booster Gold, and they do all these other things until eventually we wind up at the Legion. So, it's it, it's interesting enough. Uh, Bendis is doing... Bendis is trying his best to Bendisize the DC Universe, and I ain't mad. I thought the weird part about the Bendis Superman arc... Uh-huh. They're like, we're gonna start this great Saya. Oh, what the fuck is that? It's a portal! And there's all these aliens, other aliens coming through <laughs> from the future? From yes, the future! We're here today to witness Unity Day, where uh-huh. this, this, this happens. I'd be like, fuck you, why do we need to unify? <laughs> Just because you say so? Uh-huh. Pew, 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 pew. Like, that was the dumbest, like, <sighs> I know that the Legion does that, like, oh, we're gonna go watch yeah. Superman become Superboy. And right. Oh, oops, we interfered with time. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense how... Well, my... Like, that should fuck their no, shit up. It really right? should. My favorite thing, though, is that they didn't even wait for, like, 12 issues for suddenly Damien to be in the future. So, so now Damien and, and, oh, and Jonathan are both in the Legion of Superheroes. I don't know how long he's sticking around, but he's at least in for You a know what would be the ballsiest thing is to make Batman and Superman's sons gay lovers. That would be ballsy. I don't think it's going to happen. Ugh, uh, but you never know. You never, you never know. know. Hey, hey, you can do whatever the hell you want these days, man. Okay, confession time. Yes. Have you been reading yeah. Dragonfly, Dragonfly Man? The, you mean the new one that yes. just started up? I have not read it yet. Me either. No, I have not. I, I read the free comic book day issue uh, when it came out, but I have not read the most recent. No. Okay. Um, that's the one that Jamal's not doing the art on. Yes, which yes. is why I wasn't on my radar. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I well, love the series. I really like yeah. the. Um, what was it called? It's also basically telling more of the side stories, like that that were like in between. Well, the I main can't figure story out if it's arc. side story or if it's continuation. Side story. Yeah, it's definitely side because story. Because his story was really good. I really yes. enjoyed it. Uh, drag- this is all pre-swap. Okay. Yeah, that's why it's called Dragonfly and Dragonfly Man. It's their own stories happening in their own universes and okay. what have Another you. Earth, I think is what the series was called. I right? believe so, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read it eventually. It's just there's so much I have not been reading. Oh, dude. So um, much I haven't read. Plus, there's other stuff that I have to be reading, like rec- like homework and what have you. Like I'm work. Well, I'm I'm going back and I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be reading Darwin Cook's New Frontier uh, for the first time in years. Oh, that's good. Um, oh, you mean CGS homework? Yes, yes, CGS homework. CGS homework. Comic geek speak. <laughs> oh God. No, we're doing we're doing a book in a month on uh, on on New Frontier. So oh, I'm, I'm gonna New read Frontier that for the first is so time. good. Oh, it's it's, it's amazing. It, it's it so holds up, um, especially in the artwork. I have the absolute. Uh, oh, okay. And it is so gorgeous in giant form like that, man. Like, I just have the the two trades where uh-huh. it was like issue one through three, mm. and four, five, six. I gotta I gotta finish two also. Sorry, I'm I'm peeking peeping at your uh, at your iPad yes. there. Uh, so my homework, um, I bought all of before Watchmen oh, when last it was thing. on sale. You poor thing. Why would you do that to yourself? There's a Watchmen craze going on. We got the show and Doomsday Clock. Yeah, the the Darwin Cook stuff. What what did he do? The the Minutemen series, I think. Yes. Uh, That's from what I remember. The only one that was actually good. 
There's um, J.G. Jones and Lieber Mayo on Comedian and Rorschach. Yeah. J.G. Jones, this hasn't been done any art recently at that all. That is true, uh, but uh, doesn't I think he's mean been the story's I follow good. him on Instagram. He, he said is. something about being sick. I, I think I think he is yeah, dealing with something. a big illness or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's doing some, like, Tolkien art on the side. That's which cool. looks really good. That's nice. Amanda Connor. Hey. Oi. Jay Lee. Well, no, I'm just him. more oi that like good talent like this wasted themselves on a before Watchmen yeah, series. They got paid. That, they did. They got yeah. paid. I hope they got paid. I hope they got paid. I hope they got paid. Annihilation. I have not ever read that that event. Oh, I that's have, that's excellent. You'll, the, you'll like that. The time where they collected it into two volumes, mm-hmm. complete collections. Oh, cool. Yeah, Ab- Abden and Lanning did an amazing um, job on that back in the day. I've read this X Men stuff. One thing that I did read, by the way, um, is uh, something that. I guess you could say it's comic adjacent, just for the people that are in it. Uh, I watched *Knives Out*, the new, uh, the new, okay. the new uh, Rian Johnson movie. Uh, with uh, did he redeem himself as a director after the abortion known as *Last Jedi*? Uh, you mean the amazing movie that I love? Uh, <laughs> y- yes, yes. It, uh, *Knives Out* is excellent. He didn't ruin anyone's childhood with this. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did he write it himself? I, I'm not, I'm not sure if he wrote this one himself, actually, but he. Uh, he definitely worked on it, uh, uh, you know, intensively. But it's a great cast. I mean, freaking... I couldn't tell whether Knives Out or Ready or Not were the same movie. Uh, they are not. Because <laughs> they look like the same movie. Not, not here's just... a family. Yeah. Here's a murder plot. Here's a new person into the family. Knives Out is sort of like a more serious version of Clue. That's the way that I would put okay. it. Um, very much in the setup as well. Uh, it's it's a murder mystery. Uh, the, uh, the the head of the family gets killed, and uh, Daniel Craig's character of uh, Benoit Blanc comes in. I saw this movie on Netflix. No, you didn't. Adam Sandler. No, you did not. Jennifer Aniston is called is Murder it. Mystery. No, it happens not, on a boat. This is this is not that. <laughs> this is not that. It does not happen on a boat. I happens, watched that happens, movie. Happens in a house. It was fun. Happens in a house. Chris fun. Evans is in this one. Not Adam Sandler. Might be playing similar characters. Perhaps it's a remake. I don't know. But uh, no, it, it, it's it's great. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Uh, Don Johnson. We're in the middle of a Johnson Assance. Johnson Assance. Yeah, Johnson Assance. Rian Johnson did also write it, by the way. So yes, he did wrote it, write and direct this. And it's doing well in the box office, from what I saw too. But I saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood uh, uh, just the other day, and uh, they just need to hand Tom Hanks the fucking Oscar. Just, just give it to him. That good, huh? Can can you say Oscar bite? Yep, I, kn- <laughs> I knew you could. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to think of other than Watchmen, which I don't really talk want to talk about right now. Oh, it would be I watched Terminator slurs. Dark Fate. Did you see that? I did not. What'd you think? I haven't talked to it with anybody. I know um, Jim saw it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, all over the place. Yeah, he really liked it. Yeah, I saw it and thought it was just okay. Basically, and I haven't talked to Ziggo about it. I've had a little like Facebook thing on like one comment on one of his posts. Yeah, so I don't know what his full take is. You'll have to ask him. Yeah, or watch his comic tube show if he did. He said he he said he liked parts of it. He didn't like others. So, so basically, it's kind of a, a fuck you to Terminator fans in the first ten minutes. That's a great way to get people to get back. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. You know, just like Brianne Johnson and that big fuck you with that movie that I absolutely so, loved, which I did love. I'm not even being sarcastic. The last year. If Jedi. you did love John Connor yeah. and the, his whole thing, mm-hmm. there's a big fuck you to you. So he's no longer the savior. <clears throat> More than that. All right. Then 
it just so happens. So it takes basically they're like T one and T two happened. Anything else, throw it away. Gee, where have I heard this before? <laughs> that's so that's so weird. I feel like there was a Superman, a Superman movie. movie. Yeah, Superman Return. Yeah, something like that. And and uh, there was something else that too. didn't turn out so well either. No, no, no. There was something else too where like so other movies didn't happen. Terminator's problem as a franchise. Uh-huh. My main conceit with it is that it's now turned into. Um, one movie. Okay. They can only make one movie. That's There's a, a machine from yeah. the future yeah. that you have to run from. Mm-hmm. It's called a Terminator. Wow, that sounds like a Terminator movie. That is every Terminator movie now until the end of time. If they're only going to do that story, yeah. then I have a problem because I do not want to see that story <laughs> 8 million times. Sure. Terminator, mm-hmm. same, that movie. Terminator right. 2, yeah. same movie. Right. Twist, yeah. oh, we have a good one. Right, you, you know, Terminator Three may not have been a good movie, Terminator, but 3, I like the ending. Same movie as Two, basically. Yes, but the ending added Claire Danes. Yes, ending was good. Ending was good. It showed you Judgment nobody, nobody, Day was inevitable. Exactly. Nobody expected Judgment Judgment Day to happen in that movie. Then it never even bothered to follow it up. So this movie, Dark Fate, yeah, basically takes that same conceit of Judgment Day is inevitable mm-hmm. in that. Judgment Day never happens. Cyberdyne never happens. Okay. Skynet never happens. Okay. Instead, after they save the world in T2, essentially, she's, yeah. you know, she yells, Six billion, three billion lives I saved. Uh-huh. How many of you saved? And it's like, do? Uh, population now is six billion, bitch. Like, or seven. Uh-huh. Haven't you seen India lately? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, basically, it's like the dark fate is that the machines will always rise up and get a different name. Yeah. So, okay, can they at least be called... Somehow they're still called Terminators. They're called Schmerminators. You know what Skynet is called now? What? This is the uh, laziest oh, oh, wait, 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 name hold on, hold on, you can ever on, think hold of. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, let me guess, let me guess. Landweb. Nope. Uh, nope. uh, C... Think of, think of a gen- generic sci-fi evil name. The most generic name you can think of. Microsoft. That has to do with multiple entities. Apple. Uh, no, 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 more, more generic. Netflix. More generic, more generic. Uh, all right, I give up. What? Legion. They went from something cool from Skynet the fuck? and Cyberdyne to it being called Legion. Why? Legion is coming. I mean, yeah, it's back. The Bendis Wright said it's great. <sighs> it's fucking... Yeah. So, A, it's a fucking dumb name. Okay. Generic name. Uh-huh. But B, it's the same fucking thing, but somehow they don't explain how, like, the Terminators look exactly the same. Mm. It's the same fucking design. Yeah. Like, that's not explained at all. <laughs> basically, the dark fate is the machines will always rise up and kill humanity. Okay. So, every Terminator movie is now T2 over and over and over again. Turns out the problem was you. Yeah. So... T2, twist on T1. T3, same as T2. Oh. Salvation, something different. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, I know. He yelled at the guy. That was the big deal, right? The oh, recording. good for yelling you. At, yelling at the sound guy. Yeah. That was the big deal, but uh-huh. it was something different. We yeah. went to the future. Uh-huh. We could have done that, y'all. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terminator fans, for whatever reason, didn't like that shit. No. It's all focused on John Connor. It's only a so-so And the guy from honest. Avatar. Yeah. That's why they didn't like it. The other, the, the guy. I thought Avatar. it was fine. It was all right. It was all right. I think they decent. really liked it because McGee actually directed another decent movie Dude. after Charlie's Angels one and two. Listen, when I go to McDonald's, I like to order a McGee. Okay, <laughs> I don't know about you. So, 
And then you have Terminator Genesis. Did yeah. you see that one? I did not see Terminator Genesis. I did not see Khaleesi Genesis. Khaleesi Genesis yeah. was Terminator 1 and 2 yeah. remixed. Yeah. Because a Terminator came earlier than the first one. Then Kyle Reese shows up and says, we got to save you. This is what's happening. Here's what happens in movies T1 and T2. By the way, we're going to And bang. then she's the one that says, Show, come with me if you want to live to Kyle Reese. So that was like T one and T two remixed. So this is it again, T two remixed. And this and and this last one happened what three years ago? Yes, yes. And now they're already rebooting everything and ignoring that. But but I distinctly remember. I feel like they made a big deal about Dark Fate being James Cameron produced or whatever. Uh huh. Like the guy doesn't have fucking time to direct a movie. Where's the Avatar sequels? I don't know. Uh, he's apparently they're still shooting. Yeah. Mm Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> okay, those would be good movies because yeah. they've made 10 years to make Tim, them. Tim Mitchell has already said he will not work on another franchise again in his life because that combined with, Ryan, with Ryan Reynolds and, and him fighting on yes. Deadpool and now him and James Cameron fighting on Terminator. Which, to Ryan Reynolds' credit, yeah. Deadpool 2, another good movie, yeah. more of the same. That's true. I think, it, they, I think in that case, if they wanted to make a more action-y Deadpool versus comedy, yeah. they went in the right direction with comedy. Christmas version they didn't need, but whatever, you know. So, where the fuck was I? Uh, you, oh, yeah. yeah so, they, all the pro- same. they promoted Dark Fate as the first Jim Cameron-produced Terminator movie. But I distinctly remember him doing press for Genesis. Uh-huh. So, it's like, oh, yeah, wipe this other shit away that never existed. Right. It's like, no, guys, <laughs> this was only three years ago. Khaleesi's hot shit now, you know? Game uh-huh. of Thrones. Yep. This I is, know. I don't know, whatever. So... Did they explain why Arnold is suddenly old? Yes. Okay. Why? Okay, this is a spoiler for the first ten minutes of the movie. This is the big fuck you to fans. Okay. So, basically, the the thing that everybody thought of, like, in Terminator 1 and 2 is, like, well, you sent one machine back. Why didn't you send more back? Uh-huh. So, T1 happens, T2 happens. They yeah. save the world. Hoorah, hoorah. Right. Turns out, surprise, surprise, we sent more than one Terminator back. What? In the T2 timeline. <clears throat> Except they're not liquidy, they're Arnold's. So they're in Mexico or Guadalajara, wherever the fuck they're at, <laughs> enjoying a beer on the beach. Uh-huh. Uh, CGI'd Sarah Connor looking young uh-huh. is on the beach. Yeah. CGI'd John Connor, the Edward Furlong. I don't know if he did motion capture. He probably didn't. Uh huh. They got some look-alike kid and then CG'd him to look like Edward Furlong. Looks pretty terrible. Okay. Because you're like, Ugh, what's this rubbery Edward Furlong thing? <laughs> He's trying to flirt with a girl at this bar in Mexico uh-huh. or wherever they're at. Yeah. Then young Arnold walks up. Pulls out a shotgun. Shoots young 11-year-old John Connor in the back. Boom. Kills him. First 10 minutes of T2. What? So everything you knew now no longer matters because, yeah, he stopped everything, but he's also not around to start the resistance later on. Oh, my God. Cyberdyne no longer exists. Uh-huh. Skynet no longer exists because it blew him up in T2, but also he's no longer the leader of the resistance because we went and killed him. So what the fuck with Kyle Reese then? So this same term... So Sarah's screaming, ah, ah! This same Terminator turns around and disappears. Okay. So... Oh, no. This Terminator is the old Arnold you see in Dark Fate. This Terminator somehow magically learned and is trying to be human and is taking care of this woman and her son for, like, 17 years. 
and learned to appreciate emotion, not have it. But wait, it was a special breed of Terminator that actually No, this ages? is still a T-800 Model 101, whatever the fuck. Well, then why is it with gold? Arnold is. Why is it with gold? Because the skin ages. The inside does not. Bullshit. Remember, because the whole conceit about the those things is that they had real human skin on yeah, them. Yeah, right, okay. Like real human tissue. Uh-huh. So that's why he looks old, but it's this is the same machine that killed John. And he's... <laughs> this is the weird part. Yeah. This machine that killed John yeah. learns to become sympathetic, and then once text messaging starts in the universe, mm-hmm. starts sending Sarah coordinates to go and find other Terminators who are showing up uh-huh. in the world to go kill them. Okay. So t- Sarah Connor turns into this badass because she gets these coordinates with uh-huh. a message for John. For John. Also, so every time she goes there, she finds another Terminator. Uh-huh. Somehow, never explained, yeah. able to kill these killing machines really easily. But then just this one in this movie, uh-huh. she can't kill it. Also, occasionally, the Terminator texts her, Hey, girl, you up? Not even that. <laughs> but it was like, so if Cyberdyne never happened, what Terminators were you killing in these last 25 years? And again, how does Kyle Reese go back in time to impregnate... <laughs> whatever, 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 man. It's, it's, fuck, it's, fuck this it's shit. It's dark fate. I blame Back to the Future. I blame Back to the Future for all of this. If not for them, we wouldn't have bullshit like this. Back to the Future rules don't apply. Didn't you see Endgame? That's not how it works, which doesn't even still make sense. I know, but I, 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 did, I did rewatch Endgame the other day, and it holds up. I, it does. I, it does I, I enjoy up. it. I yes. finally watched it a second time yes. a couple weeks ago. Yes, after you saying that you had no interest in rewatching it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you did that. You actually I broke did. your well. Role. I have I yeah. have a 4K Blu-ray. I want to watch it on my nice TV. I still haven't watched the deleted scene because the only version of the deleted scene they have on Disney Plus is with commentary, and I oh, just want to watch. Watched any of those? Well, there's, there's a deleted scene with Tony and his adult daughter. Like he's supposed to be like in like the afterlife or whatever, and he gets to actually meet her. Uh, That's why they filmed the scene with some other actress uh, that the never, girl from Thirteen Reasons. Yeah, why, yeah, exactly. The Thirteen Reasons Why girl that never actually made it in the movie. That's mm. what that was. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So another hot thing that's been going on. Hot take. I want two more topics and hot, we'll wrap up. Hot beef. Okay. The Snyder Cut. Where release, are you at on it? Release the Snyder release Cut. Release the Snyder Cut. So recently there was yeah. an uptick in the Release the Snyder Cut campaign. Yes. Because it was 314 or however long the original Snyder uh-huh. Cut supposed to be. Yeah. And they were trying to get to 200 or, 200 or 314 thousand yeah. tweets about it because mm-hmm. that was the length of the cut apparently. Or your pizza's free. Yeah, and they got uh, Gal Gadot to tweet about it. Yeah, Zack Snyder then retweeted her, which is like his first. Um, <laughs> I feel like that was his first public thing of like, uh-huh. oh yeah, they should release my fucking movie. Yeah, which by some accounts was pretty much done. Uh-huh. Other accounts, the naysayers say, no way it was fucking done. <laughs> then Ben Affleck comes out, who whose cachet has kind of gone down a little bit. What do you, to, t- to tweet, what do you mean? Release the Snyder Cut. No one even noticed he came out with a Netflix movie. Like it just sort of just went away. Like that's what I'm saying. It's cachet. Yeah, I know. Triple Frontier is a good movie. You should watch it. I, I will give it a it's shot. Well done. I, I, I actually just watched our mo- the most violent year uh, last night. Uh, okay. Uh, the uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that was pretty good. It Chapter Two. Also a good movie. Have not seen it. Chapter Two yet. I'm waiting for it to come on uh, HBO. Once it is, I will be there. It's good. All it's right. Good. Cool. And then, and then uh, Jason Momoa and his tasty mimosas. Yeah, uh, I mean, we are Momoa. Yeah. He said, "Oh, I've seen it. It's good. Yeah, 
He's never seen it. He I has know. not seen it. I don't he know. None of these people have... Okay, all right. So they they have basically releasing concept art. And I don't know if some of these people are mistaking the concept art for actual film stills. Yeah. It's pretty clear to me that it's concept art. Yeah. But there are some film stills that are out mm-hmm. there that Snyder is releasing himself. Right, and there's also like full, the full fucking trailer full of a whole bunch of shit that we never actually right. got. Yeah. Right, So apparently I was doing... I was. Jim was asking me about this, so I was sending him some information I had read on Screen Rant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and Screen Rant is kind of a clickbaity site, but they're not like all out wrong. Like, um, no, what's it? The site oh, that's we got getting, discovered. Yes, that. Yeah. Um, so they're basically saying like Joss Whedon reshot somewhere around like eighty minutes of Justice League. Yeah, and eighty minutes of that two-hour movie is all Joss Whedon's or something like that. But yeah, no, it was definitely more than they ever actually came out and said. Like you can tell that just by oh, watching yeah. the damn thing. Like you so know. So basically, like what the point I was making to Jim was like we've never really seen Zack Snyder's anything in this movie because most of what we saw is probably Joss Whedon stuff. Like. Yeah. I, I'm willing to bet all that plot is Joss Whedon's. Probably. And that he kept the action scenes that were already shot mm-hmm. dialogueless. Yeah. And put those inserts in, like Aquaman going, woohoo, riding on the Batmobile or whatever. Yeah. My so man. That is that is my assumption. Uh-huh. Is that's what we got. And, and, oh, and, and he also used a uh, Henry Cavill that doesn't know how to shave. That, that, that too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah. I do not want the Snyder Cut. No! At, at this point. You don't want to see how I bad do, it is? I do not know you. Want to know why? Because fans deserve to suffer. <laughs> That's why, okay? When when you when you will not stop fucking talking about something to the point we where... Got, we got the uh, the recut of Superman 2 yeah, from and Dick Donner. So 20 years from now, 20 years from now, I would like a Snyder Cut. I would like a Snyder Cut with a side of fries and maybe some chili. Okay, I will not accept a Snyder cut at this point because in what world that Apocalypse Now gets to recut it every three years, or Blade Runner gets a new cut every six years? Do we not just get the Snyder because cut? Because these were good movies. <laughs> we don't. Here's here's the lingering question. We don't know. Yes, if we, we were do. Get a good movie. We, we don't saw. Truly we know. saw Batman v Superman. Okay, both of us don't like yes, that movie. Yes. Okay, you may have liked Man of Steel, yes. and I may have thought it was a travesty. <laughs> no, but at least no, you didn't think it's travesty. First thirty minutes good. Rest of it pile nah. of trash. Yeah, go back and listen to it. That's exactly what I said because I've listened to it multiple times. It's one of my favorite episodes. Okay, <laughs> I love that you re-listen to our old episode, <laughs> but you still won't record with us on a regular basis <laughs> thanks to CGS. No, no, no. no. I, I listened to it maybe like 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 six months ago, seven months ago, just for just, well, on a train. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> this train is so long. I'm yeah. listening to our three and a half hour Man, I, Man of Steel episode. No, no joke though. I think it was a train to, to Philadelphia. If I remember correctly. <laughs> um, so. I think, I think twenty years from now, when nobody cares, is when you should release this thing. Because why though? No, no, no hear me out. They though. will do much bigger business now when people care. But for a money standpoint, here's why you don't do it. Because DC's still coming out with movies on the regular right now. Okay, uh, Wonder Woman two is coming out soon. You know, that, we're supposed to get a trailer soon. We're supposed to be getting one very soon. Uh, they're working on Aquaman too. I'm not hopeful for that cheetah. I. For uh, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. We'll see. It it could turn out all right. I bet she's just wearing a cheetah vest. Maybe. Or maybe she likes Cheetos. 
Uh, maybe her name, maybe her name is Chester. We don't know. Uh, but I think I think that when you're still coming out with as many movies as you are. Uh, that are still building your world in one way or another, even if they're not connected. You're going to confuse the marketplace by coming out with Justice League, the Snyder Cut, you know? like, And you see something entirely different like this because the regular viewing public, the reason why they were able to accept the fucking Donner Cut is it came out of a goddamn Superman box set originally. Like, for people who are already buying this shit and were looking for a, a piece of, like, treasury edition, you know? That's what you need this to be. You need this to be a treasury edition and not released in theaters, the Snyder Cut. I don't or, want it in theaters. Or released on Blu-ray or 4K, the Snyder Cut. And that's what, that's what they're going to fucking call it, too. They're not even going to call it Justice League. They're just going to call it the Snyder Cut. That's it. Because that's released the Snyder Cut. JL Snyder Cut. I don't... I, I just... I, I don't think there's enough of a movie there to actually do anything with it. I think we're being fooled as a public by people who are tweeting about this shit. And frankly... Warner Brothers has no reason to release it. It didn't make any fucking money. It didn't make any fucking money. They're not going to put all this budget into a new version of a movie that didn't work the first time. So, no, I do not want to see a Snyder Cut. Give me 20 years, and maybe I'll want to see it. Not right now. You? You want to fucking see it? I, I want to see it. You want to see it? Here, all right. later, now, okay. whatever. I'll see it. All right. Okay. I'll buy it. All right. I will buy it. All right. Fine then. I changed my mind. Let's go. Let's 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 see the damn thing. I I, I just whatever will make people I'm just stop. Curious. Whatever will make people stop talking about the goddamn stuff. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm yeah. tired of reading all the half stories or exactly. the little tidbits. Yeah. Like I just either somebody should release the full script online. Right. And let us read it or read a summary of it or yes. something like that or yeah. just release the cut. Right. But these little tidbits here and there. Mm-hmm. That's what I can't stand. Like, yeah. Justice League Mortal, I don't want to see because they didn't shoot anything, number one. No, they did not. But it also looked fucking terrible. <laughs> Those costume designs looked awful. Hey, hey, hey. It's the guy who did Fury Road. The guy who did Fury Road. Okay, but the Batman costume design was awful. I agree. It still wasn't, like, uh, Bat Nipples bad. No, but it was, oh, no, it was Mech Batman bad. Mech Batman anyway, bad. This, like, all right. I just want to see. Okay, At the, what, what, what was the second topic that you wanted to address? All right, so there apparently comics Twitter's been aflame. Fuck the Snyder Cut. Thanks to <laughs> piracy. this topic of comics yeah. piracy. Okay. Yeah. And yes, piracy is bad. Yeah. Piracy happens. Yeah. Especially happens because Marvel and DC aren't big enough companies to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. The way that people are on YouTube and if YouTube flag music or movies or whatever when you try to pirate a movie and throw it up on YouTube. Right. Or um, the it's also such a small thing that like it's. You know, the music piracy has become accepted now. Sure. In in such a way that everybody's transitioned into these like pay for or um, streaming platforms where you pay right. ten bucks a month. And very few people pirate music anymore. Like that's yeah, not a thing that happens anymore because Spotify's right there. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're seeing the the overall marketplace for media mm-hmm. like push in a certain direction. And people assume that comics work the same way or are trying to go the same way. Yeah. When, in fact, you have these two smaller divisions of much larger companies Mm -hmm. that do not operate in that same way and have not figured out a way to play together to make that reality happen. And until they do, Mm -hmm. I don't think that you're going to see a a downturn in piracy. Yeah. And And because it's incredibly easy just to scan something and throw it online. Right. Or even take the digital file if you're a... I don't know how they do the Marvel DC ones, but if you download it on an iPad Pro, which yeah. I just have an Air 2, an old one from 2014, mm-hmm. 
it's still enough resolution to just screen to right. buy everything one guy to buy everything on Comixology yeah. and then screen capture every yeah. page of everything he buys which is usually how they do it, it which is usually how they do it I'm pretty sure because they, they either do they either do that or they have some sort of ca- uh, capture program or, or script that they have where they capture yeah, the pages one way or the other um, the way that I, the way that I am with uh, with a lot of this is these pirate sites especially like what is it like readcomics.to or something like that like they they don't even bother well they don't not that they bother nowhere on their site does it say that like you know that they're a pirate site they just say here's a place where you can read comics mm-hmm. and there are plenty of people out there who think that this is legitimate websites that are putting up their stuff for free especially when there's items on these websites that are not on Comixology. I know this because there have been times, I will fully admit this, I've said it before on, a, on the podcast once or twice, and I've said it in other places, where, We've all used where I've, I've, I've had to go on there to read an issue because there was no other place for me to find it. Uh, Captain Marvel from the 90s, uh, the, uh, the, the Genus Vell series before Peter David. Uh, is not on Comicsology. The green and black outfit. Uh, no, no, not even that one. Um, back when he was still like right oh. after, right after Legacy. Uh, Negabands. Yeah, Negaband before that, before the Peter David stuff. Okay. Uh, when he was uh, when he had just gotten the Negabands and Nicieza was writing it, like in like the mid nineties. It was a terrible series, but I wanted to write. I wanted to read it for 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 another show, and I and I did it, and I couldn't find it on Comicsology. It wasn't there. I I went on this website and there it was. Uh, there's uh, Richard Dragon, you know Richard Dragon, the big, the big uh, martial arts DC character uh, that they they really haven't done much with since the Dixon run back in uh, back in the 2000s. Yes. But his first appearance, not on Comicsology, not on DC Universe, but it's there in this stupid app. When you see things like that, you think to yourself, oh well, clearly, you know this must be legit because they have stuff that you can't find anywhere else. When in reality. It's just people scanning in their freaking comics and releasing it here for free. Um, and I was on, uh, when I was on the Back to the Bins podcast, I had to let uh, uh, somebody know that, yeah, that's a pirate site. Like, I went to, I went to read it there because, you know, I, I can't imagine it that this site would exist. You know, like by now, DC would have taken them down. It's based in Tonga. Yeah. You know, else. it's based in Tonga, where they have you know uh, low, low enough piracy uh, uh, claims, where they're where they're able to get away with this shit. But they're out on there, and you see that some of these issues have like ninety thousand reads, like new stuff, image stuff, ninety thousand reads, like a hundred thousand reads, and you go and see what how many people bought it on Comicsology, and it's like six thousand. Mm-hmm. And these and these these stuff getting get canceled, crowded. One of my favorite uh, image books out right now. Is having this problem. That's why it got brought up in the first place. Yeah. One of the creators on it uh, tweeted, "Like, yeah, no. Is there any way to take my stuff off of this pirated site? Because I see that over seventy thousand people have read this, and I have seven thousand buys on Comicsology. What the fuck am I supposed to do?" The answer is, there's very little you can do because piracy exists. The only thing you can do is lower the premium. You know, lower how much it takes for you to buy the issues in the first place. I think that is a great point. I was going to yeah. bring it up. It's like. Not talking about the availability of comics because I think I, my presumption is they're readily available yeah. in the United States mm-hmm. and maybe the UK. Sure. Outside of that, it seems like Europe does these weird collection things or whatever. Yeah. And if you're into comics elsewhere, I don't know how the fuck you get them. To J- be honest, Japan Japan will do like their phone book size things like they do with yeah. their, their manga. So you're yeah. not you're not getting them week to week, month to month, at least whatever. Sure. So yeah, you know 
the outside world, how do they get it? I don't know. Maybe they can get in comicsology. I know I accessed it when I was in France in yeah. 2011, mm -hmm. and I got my issues week to week and then big sales and stuff, no mm -hmm. problem. Yeah. Because I had a U.S. site, maybe you have to have a... Here's the other thing. Do you have to have, like, a U.S.-based credit card to buy from them? I have no um, idea. I think... I think so because there's Comicsology UK, there's Comicsology FR, you know, there's there's all these other versions, and it's it's just like it's just like Amazon, right? Mind you, I could buy stuff from Amazon UK with a US credit card, mm -hmm. so it's possible that you might be able to get away with that because I because I have made purchases right. from Amazon. UK. But Amazon, so Comicsology is now owned by Amazon. Yes. I don't know if they've spread out their wings for all their other nationality sites outside of the main US UK one well you most people use their Amazon login for comicsology yeah, yeah. so you know frankly if you already have one that it should be the same um, but I, I think that but uh, the, uh, my, my main point I was trying yeah, yeah. to get to uh -huh. was the barrier of entry mm -hmm. is ridiculous yeah because comics are so expensive now absolutely we're now in the everything is three ninety nine era I buy so little week to week from what I did in college. There were five ninety nine issues. There were fucking five ninety nine issues. This Absolute Carnage series yeah. was five ninety nine, oh. but the writing and art was so much fun that I was considering worth it. Right. These tales of the multiverse issues we talked about earlier in the episode, mm -hmm. I think, are four ninety nine or five ninety nine. Right. But it's fifty pages. Okay, I'll pay. You know, I'll pay that price. That's fine. Uh huh. But I do think they are prohibitively expensive if you have this big giant fucking absolute carnage crossover event because that Marvel always mm -hmm. does these giant events yeah. where everything is ancillary and you don't need to read it but we're going to market <laughs> it like you need to right or you know throw it in in, in one page of the of the thing Scream shows up with a bunch of people mm. in absolute carnage number five and you're like what the fuck's going on well yeah. apparently it's read Scream one through three to find out what's right. going on it's like yeah um, so it it is very expensive to be a comics fan. Sure. It's not something you can do on a on a regular basis. Yeah, which is why what with I... A, with a mediocre or, you know, median or below yeah. the means income, for sure. Which is what, which is why the way that I read my comics, for the most part, outside of waiting the six months for Marvel Unlimited or waiting the 12 months for DC Universe, is I'll go on to Reddit. That's absurd. 12 I, months. I know, that's, that's stupid. Absurd. It's stupid. I really hope they change it to at least six sometime soon, but whatever. I'm, I'm far enough behind where I don't give a shit. And frankly, I'm reading off of your account half the You're time right. anyway. Yeah, yeah, no problem. It, but big ups <laughs> but uh, is that piracy uh, technically well it's not piracy but it's 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 not I view it as like this is my lending library because if you lived yeah. in town right I would be loaning you this shit the same way is, I am Jim is his is, trades. is sharing your Netflix password piracy because that's basically the same thing mm, I don't share my Netflix password but I share sh my voodoo stuff well then that's 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 part of but it. I've bought everything on voodoo Right, but you're sharing you're sharing your voodoo password with other people, or you're sharing it with uh, with yourself. With my parents. Oh, if they're logged in and they're watching it, then yeah, technically that's shady. You yeah, know, shady. Yeah, but like but I, I've bought it. I've I bought everything on it. I log it. I log in. I own it. Right. Not really. Yeah. No. 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 You. That's the nebulous part. You don't really own these. Right. You have, but you have your you have your login, and you're the one who paid for it in the first place. Uh -huh. So when you share it with someone else, technically they don't. It's not. Uh, it's it's not it's not below the law, but it's also not above it. Right. It's like smack dab in the middle. You know, I'm logged into all to all my mom's uh, cable accounts on my Roku, so I can watch you know Comedy Central or Cartoon Network or what have you. I'm not paying for the cable; she is. But I'm logged in, so I'm using her but HBO your mom's Go. Not using those logins, right? 
well, she is on the Roku that I set up for her. Oh, right. But that's, you that's know, it. that's just it. You know, I'm piggybacking off of it. It's 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 in between. Straight up piracy is is below the law. Like, you are not, that is not a good idea. Sharing passwords and shit like that, it ain't cool, but it's also not illegal. Um, the way that I the way that I buy my, my stuff a lot of the times is off of Reddit on the R comic codes, where for a dollar, I'll buy a Marvel Comics code. Are they still doing this? They're, they're still doing it. Marvel is. DC's not doing it nearly as much, but Marvel Marvel's doing it with everything still, okay. pretty much. Um, and I'll buy off of there if I don't want to wait. Because, you know, if you haven't bought it and and I don't want to wait the six months, I'll go ahead and buy it off of there for a buck, you know? That's how I've been reading Hickman's uh, X-Men, because mm-hmm. I've been waiting for the show up there. and Or, or David D., uh, you know, longtime friend of the show who's been on the show for the 50, for the 52 episodes back in the day, uh, has been buying them. He didn't show up on my list! It's because he's only been on twice. He's not tagged! I, D- David, David, uh, D- David DeCostanza, I think, or something uh, like that, okay. or whatever. Maybe I stopped uh, before I got to him. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, you know, he he he's been buying them physically and giving me the, the the digital codes because he's not using them. So there we go. I got that. Um, I'd r- much rather do shit like that or wait for a, co- a sale on Comixology, which I do all the freaking time because then I'm buying them for ninety nine cents or I'm buying a collection for four dollars and it makes more sense to me. I'm not ever going to pay full price for a digital issue when it's five dollars digitally and i know in three months it's going to be two dollars yes it's not going to happen and th- that is the thing i think they can see some of the trades are discounted digitally yes. from the regular price like mm-hmm. the re- full price trade will be 16.95 right and maybe you're going to get the hardcover edition for 25.99 or yeah. whatever so they are knocking 10 bucks off of it right but in general it's still too expensive digitally to buy these books uh-huh. and but I, I think we're in a conundrum because there's an app seems like uh-huh. if there are truly these many reads of it yeah there is an appetite for it but someone brought out a good point I think I read this on Bleeding Cool mm-hmm. some of those hits those 90,000 could be just web bots crawling it and making sure your links still work it's boom, possible boom, 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 it's boom, possible boom, boom. yeah so maybe it's not ninety, maybe it's forty-five. I want to, I want to, I want to go ahead and show you right now that the quote-unquote comicsology sale for House of X issue number one is—it's only—it's—it's—it's it, it, it's, it's a buy one get one right now. Yeah, it's not on sale. It's not on sale for the most part. Yeah. Because of your comicsology, it's an extra ten percent off for four seventy nine. Right. For one issue. Right. Four seventy nine. Even with the it's buy still one a 5.99 get one issue. Yeah, it's still a five ninety nine issue. Like buy one get one. Sure. Okay. Great. You paid four seventy nine for two issues. That's still nearly three dollars an issue. It's just. It's just. It's stupid, man. All things considered, it's stupid. I wanted to open this just to see what crowded was going for on comicsology right now. For comparison's sake, you could buy vo- right now. You can buy volume one of Crowded. It's part of the part of the big sale that Image is having right now for four nine four forty nine, four forty nine digitally. It's probably five or six. It, there's about there's at least five issues in it. And but the thing is, regular issues go for three ninety nine. So one volume for five dollars or one issue for four dollars. That's bad. And I've I've done that with some of the Image stuff. Like I read a lot of. Um, Birthright, I read on Comixology Unlimited, like the first yeah. four trades mm-hmm. were on there. Yeah. And then I went and looked at the local library and I found four, five, and six mm-hmm. in trade. So right. I got them from there. So I read the first 
50 issues yeah. or whatever the hell for free. And you bring up an excellent point, local libraries. Local libraries. That's... And then only now since issue, I don't know, 36 or something, mm-hmm. yeah. have I been buying it digitally because I feel it's that good and I yeah. want to support that book. And, and that, and that... But that's still a majority of the series. I need to either go back and buy yeah. or I will never go back and buy because yeah. I may not ever read it again. If you, if you want to get something for free... Go to your freaking local library. Do that, please. And I know that not every not every library system is great. You know, like not everyone is going to be good enough to have like a large selection of, of comics or what have you. But uh, but your yours clearly has stuff. You know, mine mine in New York or, or Brooklyn. Like there's a there's a branch of New York Public Library down the literally down the block from where I live in the Bronx. I was as surprised the last time I went in was for those issues like two years a year and a half ago. Yeah, I was as I was really surprised that they had as much newer stuff. Mm-hmm. As like newer versions of trades and everything as they did, yeah. I was expecting to see the stuff I saw years ago. And you want to know who that you can thank? That stuff's been recycled out. Yeah, you want to know who I could thank? You could thank nerdy librarians. No joke, nerdy librarians because they they're the ones who are looking at the you know the, the comics community and they're also looking for requests because if you go onto a library's website and you're like oh you guys don't have this they're going to see how many other people have have looked for this and is it worth buying and they're going to go ahead and buy a copy and it'll be in their system. That's it. So, please, if you want to read something for free, go to your freaking local library and do it that way. You might have to wait a little bit, but whatever. And there's uh, uh, at least two or three digital lending libraries. Hoopla. Hoopla. We don't have Hoopla in New York. I'm really disappointed in that because they had a whole bunch of digital comics for free. We have it, but it's a bunch of hoops to jump through, and I didn't complete them all. It's a bunch bunch of hoops for Hoopla? And I have enough stuff on Comixology that I need to read that I've bought for... Two ninety nine, three ninety nine trades. Right. That yeah, I can wait. That's that's fair. But either way, that is the way to do it. Do not pirate, even if even if your two hosts have on occasion. That's you know. <laughs> I it, I mean I mean look yeah it fucking sucks. But I do my best not to because frankly I don't want to be one of those assholes who is one of the reasons why the comics community is 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 you know dying. You know I want to buy stuff whenever possible. But it, 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 it is dying, and even you you saw music and movies go the streaming route. Yeah. With the big collections mm-hmm. and independent companies. DC Universe Video Marvel Unlimited are going that way too. That's true. Xbox yeah. Game Pass is a gangbuster thing for them. Stadia. They may be second in the race. Yeah. But Game Pass seems like even now they're trying to push their existing users mm-hmm. because Xbox Live Gold. Used to be a good thing. They would give you some good games month to month. Yeah. The last three months, these games have absolutely sucked mm. compared to what is on Game Pass. It yeah. is clear they are trying to transition everybody on to, from Gold, who's not on Game Pass, yep. to go to Game Pass mm-hmm. just for the quality games. Yeah. And Google Stadia just got introduced. Uh, you know, you've got you've got PlayStation Plus and their shit. Uh, I mean, mind you, you know. Switch is no, it's nothing right now because it's just SNES and NES, right. but the games they have are cool, right. so you don't have to worry about rebuying them in the freaking you know, virtual console or what have you. Uh, but and, and I get my Tetris 99. But still, fuck you if you already bought them in the virtual console that last is true. generation. That is true, but hey, Tetris 99. I'm okay as long as I have Tetris 99. That shit is stupid and I fucking love it. It's so much fun. So, I guess my main point is, yeah. is comics too slow Yes. Yes. I think the question really is, are they too small to get together Hmm. to create a streaming giant? I mean, you have Comixology. Comixology kind of does it now with Unlimited. It's as close as you're going to get. Limited selection. But... So, but it's called unlimited. What are you, what are you talking about? Like com- comics. You yes, mean, yes. You're, you're saying it should be called comics limited. The thing. There are some shady shit. So, <laughs> they have the first volume of Wicked and the Divine. There yeah. are eight volumes on there. Yes. Like total of the series. Mm-hmm. Do they ever put on two and three? No, no, just the one. Yeah. 
Brubaker has some of his stuff on there. Yeah. The Fade Out, mm-hmm. all three volumes. Yeah. You can read the whole story. Yeah. I did. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, Fatal. Yeah. Uh, do they have the whole thing? No. They only have three of the four. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, you gotta buy the last one. <laughs> uh, Greg Rucka's Lazarus. Uh-huh. I read all five volumes. I think there's six or seven now, but yeah. at the time there were only five. I read all five. I was caught up. Uh-huh. Then they took away the fifth volume. Okay. And it was just the four. Uh, Fuck you by the fifth. I really hope they only have 26 issues of 52. <laughs> it's like 26 issues of 52. You have to buy the other 26. They, I mean, the Marvel and DC stuff is like they'll do one, one, one. Yeah, it's very yeah, clear yeah. Right. that it's just one, one, one. Walking Dead, uh-huh. I think, has the first 10 volumes on there, which is a whole lot of Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. If you ever want to read it. Absolutely. Um, but the image stuff where they were like Thief of Thieves, they had the first uh-huh. six volumes. Yeah. And then they said, ah. Fuck you, but here's five by the sixth kind of thing. <laughs> now there's a seventh apparently, but like so if no, you're they, they, if you're quick on them, yeah, just borrow them all because yeah. you're allowed to borrow fifty, uh-huh. and then you just read them as you go. Yeah, like they did that with Irredeemable at one point too. I think. Irredeemable yeah. and um, the other one were both all on there. Borrowed uh-huh. them right away. Click borrow. Mm-hmm. If I've said this before, yeah. If they're in your borrowed box, they never go away. Yeah. Because I read um, what was at the time. All of Grant Mor- or not Morrison, Hickman's uh, Dooms or uh, Adam Bomb. Oh, I know what you're talking about. What's that called? Uh, Manhattan Project. Manhattan Project. Yeah, yeah. They had the two bigger volumes of that, which uh-huh. I think is like four regular six issues. Yeah. They had both both of those on there on Comicsology Unlimited, so mm-hmm. basically the entire series. Borrow, borrow. Quickly after that, they went away. Yeah. Now they only have one. Ah. Fuck you by the second. <laughs> you know. So I was like, ah, jokes on you. I still have this borrowed. I can still, even if it's not on your device. Yeah. You can still download it and read it and move it back and forth because you still are borrowing it. One of the things they have to borrow right now is the uh, the classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So if you wanted to read uh, any of that, any of that stuff. Minute layer. Yeah, they have both the black and white and the color. Toys That Made Us. Yes, which is one of the reasons why I immediately wanted to read that. And I discovered yeah. this morning yeah. there is a Movies That Made Us series on Netflix now. What? Dirty Dancing. Oh, Back shit. Back to the Future. Holy crap. Ghostbusters. Same guys? I, I assume I the same think guys. So. All right. I would only watch the trailer. Okay. Interesting. I'm, I'm going to have to check that out. Four episodes. I have. I had no idea. Okay. I was like, ooh. All right. What, what, what are the what are the four? You said Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dan- Dancing's first one. Okay. Ghostbusters. Okay. I want to say Back to the Future. Oh, I hope they do the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie eventually because that that, that, I don't know. that movie has such a story to it. So many people sweating, <laughs> sweating in suits. But yeah, I don't know. I think the comics is gotten too expensive. Yeah, because sales have dropped. Yeah, astronomically since mm-hmm. the '90s. Yeah, this is now officially inflation's gone up. This is now officially, I think, the 94th time we've covered right. this on 200 episodes well, of Comic Timing. It's, because it's, it's a popular topic. Oh, I know. It's, it's true. I mean, we had an entire episode. I mean, you remember the one we had, uh, comics, comic shops versus digital? Yes. Uh, with, uh, with Bill and uh, uh, Tim the Tiki mm-hmm. on, and they were, they were running back and forth on that shit, on, on you know, which one to go with and which one not. Bob and Sam might have been on that one, too, honestly, if I remember correctly. I, I know we had them on at one point to talk digital, but uh, I know that it's... It's very hard, and I just went. I just got rid of all, you know most of my most of my single issues of comics. It's very hard as a collector to realize that what you've been collecting isn't worth anything. 
and that's what I reached. You know, like although of course now of course uh, some of the issues that I that I that I just gave away to uh, to a family friend, uh, he's selling them and, and he's getting money for them. But you know what? Whatever. I didn't want to deal with that shit. But that's what we are. Comics are mostly a worthless price-wise collection. You either need to just buy in. Or you need to wait for that digital sale. That's and why that, I that's hate it. those issues that Tom King writes, where it yeah. takes you five minutes to flip through. I, Less I get than five it, minutes to flip through everything. I get it. Yeah. Skim a poem. So I got one more thing for you before we wrap up. Give me one thing you've learned the most as a comic fan and a podcaster since starting oh. up with this shit. In 200, in 200 plus episodes, because we're probably more like 210. With all the part, multiple parts and stuff like that. I feel like the one thing I've learned as a podcaster. Uh-huh. I mean, I've learned how to edit. Well, yeah. Yeah, because yes, you, ha- you had to. one thing. Because I would take forever. But comics-wise, <laughs> the thing I've learned is that there's still some weird level of, like, A-tier and B-tier. Mm. Even... Whatever, however long, 2005 yeah. was the comics podcast boom, we'll call it. Boom. Boom, yeah. where you could get anybody on a show, and mm-hmm. now now it seems like you can't get anybody on a show unless you go through Marvel PR. Yeah. It seems like anytime I listen to Word Balloon, he's always talking about talking to the PR person before yeah. doing the interview or whatever. I remember that happening to me the first time I ever talked to Tom King. One of the reasons that I that I had Tom Tom King talk about his everything other than his DC stuff mm-hmm. is because I would have to go through DCPR and I, I didn't have a contact, so that was the way it worked. So, you know, there's still this gateway thing to fandom from the writers and the artists. Seems yeah. like from the big two, mm-hmm. but and only certain podcasts get through that gateway. Yeah, or they have their own thing that they're trying to do on streaming or DC Daily or Marvel Entertainment YouTube right. which the content's too short to get yeah. anything meaningful out of that, all yeah. that or you're 11 o'clock comics and you've drank with enough people at a bar where you, where you can yeah. get everybody or, on or you're John Suntress <laughs> and have already had everybody yep, on exactly. and have all the contacts yep exactly and then there's the beats here where you know we have people on like Jamal Igle who's no longer working for any of the big two therefore we don't have to deal with yeah. he can talk as much shit as he wants mm-hmm. but he doesn't because he's a nice guy yeah. but he can tell us the truths and realities of things as much as he wants but sometimes he doesn't right. he's still on the business side of yeah. Action Lab or whatever he's exactly. doing now right. so I've learned that I was like oh well, there is this still this weird dichotomy in what is ostensibly a hundred thousand fan fan base mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. When the top-selling book can only sell 100,000, mm-hmm. or when any book sells more than 100,000, it's something to be celebrated. Right. When it's that small of a fan base, that's outrageous. Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, they're buying multiple <laughs> books or whatever, but really, if everybody's all buying the same book, and there's yeah. only 100,000 of us, mm-hmm. the fact that there is this weird dichotomy and PR levels and stuff is, is weird. Totally. No, and, and that's and that's it's part it's it's part of it, and that's why like I never really designed this show to be an, inter- an interview show for one of those reasons, you know. Like I mean, if if people want to come on and, and and talk comics and like at the same time also talk about their book, by all means, go ahead and do so. But like that's that's what I love about about podcasting is just doing it that way. Um, I I'm not really that much of a. So, what was it like to make your book? What'd you feel? How'd you do? What's the life? You know, like it's not. It's not something I've really done very often. Um, a few times that I have, sometimes it turned out well, sometimes it hasn't. You know, roaming reporting at, at, at Comic-Con 
is different than having somebody on a full podcast mm. and that sort of thing. Um, I think more than anything else, as a comic book fan since we started doing this show, I've learned that there's a lot more than just superheroes. And, I've learned that too, but I've, yeah. I think the thing that I've learned the most is um, a lot of it is sales tactics that I was yeah. not aware of before. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen now that I've seen all the Marvel relaunches again and again and again every two years, yeah. I'm wise to them mm-hmm. and I'm less I'm less uh, involved in them and less excited about them. Yeah, no, that, that's and Marvel that's, that's definitely fair. structure their events to be spread thin so they can have all these tie-ins that don't matter. Yeah, and when there's four of them a year, like you really got to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Like, which one am I going to give a shit about? Like, oh, oh, hey, I like Carnage. I'm going to go ahead and choose that one. Well, I only bought the the five yeah. issues of the event. Yeah, like I'm 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 a fan of Thor. But I still have War of Kings sitting waiting to be read because I've, I've got an entire, like, seven years of Jason Aaron Thor to read until I feel like I'm going to be able to understand any of that oh, shit War going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, War of Realms, not War of Kings. I can't, I can't remember any of it anymore. Yeah, you can't read yeah. that until you've read everything up, up to that, for sure. Yeah, exactly. But that was a quote-unquote event because there were so many books tied into that as it was happening. But yet, it's the conclusion of a years-long story arc. And you don't need to read... Having read that, you yeah. don't need to read any of the other stuff. I didn't think so. Although I'll read Gail Simone's tie-in to Iron Man because it's Gail Simone writing Iron Man. So, like, clearly I want to give it a shot. Um, as a podcaster, one thing I learned is I thought I was such a big shit when I wasn't using a mixer. I thought all these years, like, man, I'm getting away with doing a podcast and I'm not using a mixer, man. And this is going to work out great. Yeah, life is so much better when you use a mixer. <laughs> I have so much less problems. I can just record on the main computer that I'm doing Skype on. It's great. Life's so much simpler that way. I don't even need a, an outside recorder when I do that shit. And I wish I'd learned that 10 years earlier than I fucking did. So that is where I am. And, of course, the camaraderie of it all, you know, more than anything else. When we're getting to know people online and meeting them in person and seeing your mug in person and shit like that is... Uh, you know, it's it's one it's one of it's one of the bigger joys. You know, getting getting to know people I wouldn't have gotten to know otherwise. There was a my college roommate, my first one, Chris, yeah, yeah. whom you may have I, I heard rem- in the background of uh, early episodes. Yep, I definitely remember. He was friends with some people from StarCraft mm-hmm. and um, Halo Two mm-hmm. back in the day. Oh wow! And he became friends with one of them. Was like instant messaging, and I thought that was so weird at first. And then I jumped into this thing, <laughs> yeah. And it's like you know, now I have a friend for life. There you go, man. Through, that's, through podcasting, yeah. That's cool. That's the way. That's the way to fucking do it. And I mean, if not for Comic Geek Speak, you know, like yes, that's, that's the you forums. Know, really yeah, what started it. The forums started it all, and uh, you know, Deemer and, and and Rios and all those uh, and, and Jamie when they first started out, like they didn't know what the hell they were doing. They were just go ahead and just bullshit in front of a mic. And it became something huge, and then the forums happened, and then we all happened after that, you know? 11 o'clock comics wouldn't wouldn't exist right now. Round comics wouldn't exist. You know, we wouldn't exist. Well, there comic are so many exist. other comics podcasts that have no idea, probably, of the the people who were in oh my 2005. God. Yeah, absolutely. Not, not yeah. us, but... It, yeah. CGS and Around Comics yep. and Fanboy Radio for crying out loud. Oh, Fanboy Radio, I haven't thought of them in you years. Know, yeah. Comic News Insider and Word you know, all those Word guys. Balloon Word even. Balloon. Yeah, Suntress, yeah. All these other podcasts there's trillions of them on mm-hmm. there now and it's like man i wonder how many of them listen to any of these at all if they did at all the fact the fact that we existed before itunes had podcasts that says something <laughs> you know like 
you know, as as a podcaster, I think Comic Time has started shortly after, if I remember correctly. But like, I started podcasting back in the days where it was just Podcast Alley, and that's it. You know, and then iTunes added it, and then after that, everybody knew what the hell a podcast was. Other than that, it was just like a wait, you can listen to radio on in, in MP3 form. What? That's when we were telling people to like us on Podcast Alley because it was the only place we could exist. And then after that, iTunes, Android. Every Spotify, Spotify. Got some major push now. We're on Spotify now. We're on Spotify. Uh, anybody who's listening to us on Spotify right now, sup dog? Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 crazy just how much the the medium has expanded, and you know, I I'm glad we're still in it. That's the, that's all I can really say. Ad free and bullshit free. Fuck yeah! And we're brought to you by. No, we actually don't have a sponsor right now. That's one of the main things I I notice and appreciate now is being able to skip ads. Oh and my I, god! Whoa. I will rue the day when iTunes puts in some software where you cannot skip certain ads and podcasts. By the way, this episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. That's right, Stamps.com. Or Audible or MailChimp. (laughs) MailChimp? Fucking uh, Movement Watches. Or uh, uh, um, uh, the Mattress Company. Uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, uh, either Purple Mattress or anything like that. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Mark Maron still manages to do a good job with his ads because he's literally just ha- he, he'll be having conversation with everybody and then you know what the, you know what this conversation reminds me of stamps.com that's right stamps.com and I just go into it it's like damn it I can't skip it I'm already in it <laughs> well that's, that's why I like the plus 30 minus 15 it's yeah. smart you know yep but anybody who listens to our, our episodes on two on two times speed I hate you I'm sorry I can't do I'm, that I'm I can't sorry. do that yeah I gotta listen to regular speed alright I'm sorry I'm sorry I actually love you because you're a listener but at the same time don't listen to us on two times speed because everything sounds like a chipmunk it, well because you talk so fast i know i mean i talk fast too yes thank you coffee that's that's all i have to say all right i think i think we've 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 basically exhausted our ourselves of the every sun topic is setting yes. on this episode quite literally quite literally timing. uh but this will be part one of episode 200 as oh. as i decide as decided i want to have a, a skype you know recording for i'm episode going 200. to add to these comic timely facts yeah Two I'm- trains <laughs> on episode 200. Uh, yeah. So you got to let me know if there's more on uh, I, I, on, I, I, on part B. I wanted to, I wanted to scream at the uh, at the uh, trains. Can you keep the off fucks down? But uh, <laughs> that's uh, that wasn't quite going to happen this time around. But uh, a pleasure seeing you in person, my friend. Pleasure. Right on. Whenever you're in town. You give me a call. Fuck yeah, we'll do it as always and. Uh, and yeah, the email address for Comic Timing is comictiming at gmail.com, facebook.com slash comic timing for all your comic timing conversations. Proud members of the Comics Podcast Network over at comicspodcast.com. It's really weird looking at you as I say this. Uh, and uh, the uh, comicbooknoise.com slash up, don't league. Don't fuck up, don't fuck up. <laughs> slash league uh, as well uh, for all of that. And uh, Brent can be found at Casina B on Twitter. I am I underscore AM underscore sci-fi and uh, you might be able to find an article or two from me adding gadget in the near future stay tuned on the Facebook for more information on that thanks Chris yep thanks Chris and uh, as always there's always time for trains trains and comics <laughs> uh.